Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hi, everyone, and this is Julie Brannan, President of the Washington Council of the Blind, welcoming you to our 2021 WCB pre-convention board meeting. Can you believe that convention has finally come? You know, we spend so many hours, days, minutes, seconds, months getting ready. (laughs) that when it finally hits, it's amazing. So glad you're here. Very glad you're here. I'd like to start with a moment of silence. All right, thank you. Alco, our... WCB secretary is going to do a roll call. Alco, you're on. Okay. Can everybody hear me? Yes. Okay, good. Julie Brannon. Here. Andy Arvidson. Here. Sherry. This meeting is being recorded. Sherry Richardson. Here. Um, just a minute. Lisa George. Here. Denise Colley. Here. Okay. Haley Agers. Here. Nathan Brannon. Here. Frank Cuda. Frank Cuda. He's muted. He's here, huh? Mm-hmm. He's here. Reginald. Yes. Okay. Reginald here. George. Here. Heather Mires. She there? She's here too. All right. Kim Moberg. Here. Okay. Now I'm going to read the names of the chapters by president. And so if you are in the audience, please raise your hand. It might cut down on some of the hassles. Before you raise your hands and also those of you who are on the board, because the meeting is being recorded, there is a got it button that you will need to tab to and find and press if you are muted because you won't be able to unmute until you, that's what's happening up here on the board because all the board members are present. So um, make sure you find that got it button so you can proceed. I'm going to try. <laughs> Bob Cavanaugh, Clark County chapter bob's bob's hand is raised did you want him to talk or just want me to no, just raise your hand that's okay it. okay that, i think that's going to be yeah, so bob is here okay huh? nancy villa gran maybe carl jarvis might be representing that chapter i don't know but i don't okay. see Okay. I don't see Carl. I do recognize okay. Carl's phone number. If yeah. You. Okay. Tim Schneebeck. Mika White. Daryl Roberts. Yvonne Thomas Miller. Uh, for uh, for uh, Yvonne, we have... Uh, uh, oh, here's Cindy. Here's a here's a Cindy or Mika, which is Mika in this case. Okay, okay, Mika's oh, there. Okay, got that one. Um, um, go ahead. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Then we have Danette Dixon because Sherry's already represented. Right. So Danette Dixon. 
I don't have I don't have any hands. Oh, I have okay. Danette, but Danette's not yet, right? She was. I just called. Okay. Her. Yeah. Okay, so we have Danette. Okay, and Philip Blail. I'm pretty sure we don't have him. And he's with um, um, Skagit that's Island. What Andy, that's Andy. 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 Yeah, okay. Then he could be yeah. the representative. That's fine. Okay. I guess that concludes that. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Alco. Mm-hmm. Next, I just want to remind everyone in the audience that when we do have a vote, it's only board members voting. You can certainly be a part of discussion, questions, input, but the board votes. We always have to remind people of that. That took me a couple of years to figure out. Anyway, I'm going to read the agenda briefly. And um, first of all, we're going to have minutes. We're going to look at the minutes. We're going to have the treasurer's report. We're going to have the president's report. And we're going to hear from committees. We sent out the written committee reports, but we have several oral committee report and affiliate reports that are going to be made. And then we have um, new business, excuse me, old business, and then new business. And that's pretty much it for this board meeting. So I'm going to call on Deb, who's going to explain. I call it the in and out process for Zoom. Deb, you can call it what you want. Oh, sure. Thanks, Julie. Uh, so I just wanted to provide a couple of, of reference points related to the meeting this weekend. Um, this is the webinar, and many of you have been here before because WCB uh, often has its meetings, board meetings this way, so this is not unfamiliar. And if you came to the uh, ACB convention last summer, uh, you did this too. So it's a little funky when you're in the audience because you feel like you're kind of by yourself. You can't look around and find out who else here. And that's why we have some wonderful social events for you to participate in. So you'll get a little better idea of some of that. But uh, when you are in the audience, um, if you need to raise your hand, it's going to be uh, star nine on the telephone, alt Y on the PC and option Y on the Mac, or there's a raise hand button on your device if you're on a phone or an iPad or a a PC and you can use those. Once you do, when uh, the person who is uh, presiding is ready to acknowledge you, they will let me know and I will give you an unmute button. I usually do that or our hosts will usually do that a little before it's your turn so that that'll give you time to find your unmute and be ready to go. Make sure it's quiet in your environment so that we don't hear lots of extra stuff. We are streaming this weekend on ACB Media 9. So if you want to listen on your stream or your Echo device or your PC, you can. But make sure you're not doing that while you're in Zoom because the stream can be as much as 60 seconds behind. If you've received a link to be on our panel, um, that is, you are a presenter in some way for the convention, you've received some special links for that. And... um, and you can use those when it's time for you to be on the panel. Or if it's time for you to be on the panel and you are in the audience, you can raise your hand and we will uh, try to move you to the panel. But also, if you are on the panel and you're not supposed to be, so you've used that by mistake or Zoom put you there by mistake, we're going to reserve the option to move you away from the panel. And it kind of feels like you're getting disconnected when it happens, but you're not really. And... Um, We're going to move you out because we have 65 right now people who are on the panel this weekend at some time. And that is a lot of people to keep track of. So we really do want to keep it small. 
So please don't feel offended. If you find yourself moving, um, just relax and go for the ride because um, most of the time it works just fine. So we just want to let you know there will be various people here uh, hosting your Zoom over the weekend and your voting scene. Um, I will be streaming you most of the time, but some other people are. Uh, Joe Green is streaming you tonight, and there are some other people who will, but I'm here most of the time to do that. Um, and uh, Cecily Nipper, who some of you have uh, met already through getting invitations, will also be here some of the time. So someone will always be here to make sure that people are where they should be. Um, it, it can be a little challenging, but I think it will be lots of fun. We're going to have a great convention, and we just all need to be patient and uh, understanding, um, particularly if any mistakes happen, they're not intended. And uh, we look forward to having a great weekend together. Oh, thank you, Deb, so much. As I was thinking about this year, I thought, you know what? We should be one notch better at everything because this is our second virtual convention. I was had the privilege of listening to our files from last year's convention. I got them set separately because I requested them. <clears throat> and we did pretty good last year, but it'll be even better this year and a lot of work on Deb's part. Thank you. Um, minutes were sent out to the board from our August 7th board meeting. And so hopefully the board has all read those. I'm wondering if there's any additions or corrections to those minutes. Madam Chair? Yes. This is Denise, I move adoption of the minutes. Thank you, Denise, anyone want a second? I, I second. second. Frank. Okay. All right. Kim. Okay, we have a couple seconds there. So the minutes are accepted as read, excuse me, are adopted and accepted as sent out. Thank you. Lisa, you're on, treasurer's report. I hope everyone received the report I sent out today. I'm, I apologize. I usually get it out a little bit before the day of, um, but I did send it out so that we could know where we're at um, as of September 30th, three quarters of the way through. So the operations budget analysis for the year to date, ending September 30th, our undesignated income is just right at budget, which is good, but the designated income is short of what our budget said it would be, mainly due to the fact that we changed. In the budget, we had assumed that our convention would be in person and we now know it's not, it's gonna be virtual. So uh, a more equitable comparison is to compare this year versus last year which shows our total income at 120% of the previous year. In regard to expenses, we're significantly under budget and only 26%. And in comparison to last year, um, about 10% more than last year. We know that we will still have committee expenses, scholarship awards and tax preparation costs, which will be um, recorded in the fourth quarter. So we will still have some expenses for the year. Um, bottom line results are better than last year um, at 90%, which you would think would be worse, but because we were operating at a loss, 90% of last year's results is actually better. Um, and we are better than budget because we're only at 14% uh, where we would normally expect to be about 75. Total income year to date, 20,443. 
total expense year to date, 32,896. Total ordinary loss of 12,453, which as I said, is 14% of our uh, 2021 annual budget. Um, I can give you an estimated uh, total of assets, but I am missing the assets, uh, the statement from Northwest Access Fund. So I have everything except for that. Um, and I see Reg has his hand up. So Reg, would you like to ask a question? He just got muted. So I'm not sure about that. I'll, I'll keep going. Um, no, I, I had actually intended to wait until you uh, um, concluded your report. I, I guess they've changed something in Zoom where the host can unmute you now completely. Um, when I wasn't ready for that. Um, I, I just wanted to uh, ask how much of that income was from donations and how much of it was from loans. How much was from loans? From Northwest Access Fund or whatever, maybe. I don't know if we have any out, outstanding loans right now or not, but the 20000 that seems pretty significant. We haven't had an auction yet this year or anything, so I wondered. Okay, well, let's go a little into a little bit more detail. So the operations budget and the numbers that I talk about for income and expense don't include any assets that are held either at Morgan Stanley or at Northwest Access Fund. So um, that to answer your question there, it's not at all, there's, there's nothing in this 20,000 that is related to the equipment loans that go through Northwest Access Fund. So, so far year, year to date, again, through September 30th, our Give Big fundraiser, $7,661. Um, nice. Interest, um, we have our ACB uh, monthly monetary support program, our, our portion of that coming back, membership dues, lifetime memberships, and undesignated donations, that total was 7,487. So total undesignated receipts are 15,148. We had some scholarship donations, um, other designated funds, which are when um, someone who registers for the convention pays their local dues. And I'm basically just holding that to give back to the chapters. Um, our sp sponsorships for the convention, chapter contributions, vendor tables and registration, again, this only went through September 30th, so it won't be the entire convention amount, but it will be through the early bird convention amount, September 30th, that total designated receipts of 5,295. So that's where I'm coming to the 20,443 for the total income. And you're right, we still have the, the um, fundraising auction, which is usually our big push, but I'm hoping that'll be good tomorrow. Um, but for, for the most part, other than maybe end of the year donations and the fundraising auction, we're probably at where we're going to be on income. Does that answer your question? Thank you. Great. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
so then, uh, so that that's the the operations uh, income and expense and where we're at right now. The assets that we have: Bank of America checking and savings and PayPal. The the total of those three um, can are forty four thousand six seventy nine. And as I said, I didn't get an updated report from Northwest Access Fund for the third quarter. At the end of June, we had $25,020 at Northwest Access Fund. And of course, a portion of that is available for loans and some of it was in loans, but I don't have any current information. In our Morgan Stanley accounts, in the general account, um, $1,587,080. And the sweep account has $41,085. And the scholarship account at Morgan Stanley is $390,002. And the sweep account is 16956 again, at the end of September. So total Morgan Stanley investments, $2,035,123. So I'm saying estimated total WCB assets at the end of September, 2,104,822. And are there any other questions uh, of, the, of what I have sent out on the, the operations budget or results or anything else on the... Okay, then that's my treasurer's report. Um, and I'm done with that. Thank you. Uh, Julie, will you take a comment from the audience? Oh, yes, I'd be happy to. Bob? Okay, yeah, I'm not sure if uh, this is the appropriate time to uh, ask this question, but um, my question is, did we, um, did, has the board talked about or... The, the powers that be talked about uh, getting on the uh, the fundraising for Giving Tuesday because I think that was mentioned as uh, at the budget review um, call. At the Bob and Bob, this is Julie. Lisa's going to be giving um, committee reports, one for finance and one for fundraising. I'm sure it'll be during that time. Okay, thank, thank you, you, Julie. Mm -hmm. Any other comments from the audience or board? All right, thank you, Lisa, very much. Good detailed report. Next is my president's report and it's pretty small. You're very fortunate because the truth is since our meeting in August, our board meeting in August, not much happens between August until convention except convention planning. We go into full speed ahead and that's primarily what I've got to report on. As you've already realized, the board made the very difficult decision. They made this at the May board meeting to hold this year's convention virtually again, as we did last year. Both having in-person conventions or hybrid, a hybrid convention was discussed at the meeting, but due to continued uncertainty, uncertainty, we had to make this decision. We really do hope for different choices next year. We never know with COVID, of course. We also decided to use the same voting method as we used in 2020, because it worked quite well. And then the board is going to consider proxy voting for all members, not just those at the convention, which was done this year at the ACB convention, but we did not really have time to even deal with that for this year's convention. So we chose to go back to 
how we voted last year. As you know, tons of time and energy is spent on organizing a convention, and I want to talk into some more detail about that. We had two convention committees, and the chairs and members of those committees were listed at the bottom of your program. But what we had, of course, was the program convention committee, and that was chaired by Kathy Wilson. And then we had the behind the scenes committee. I don't know if we really had a chair, but you can see on that committee, very active in that committee were Lisa and Deb um, on that committee. So all these two committees, when you have a you know, virtual convention, you need to have that behind the scenes convention stuff going on. Thanks to all of them. I want to give a special thanks again this year to Lisa George and who just like last year, she worked tirelessly to make sure that so many components came together. And I'm going to name a few. Lisa, if I've forgotten some, you can add some. I'm sure there's tons I don't even know about. But Lisa developed the program. She sent out the convention the convention and uh, convention links, not the host links. Um, she organized the voting panels. She organized and recorded the door prize and auction recordings. She collected the door prize and auction materials. And I know there's tons more. That's just a few that I know about. Kudos to you, Lisa. Thank you for working so hard on it. And again, I mentioned Kathy Wilson. I want to thank her for chairing the program committee. Being on that committee, I can tell you, that's not really that easy of a committee to be on. The key is to be enough visionary, but practical enough to, de to develop new program, different from every year, taking input from a variety of people, gathering the details like the contact information, contacting people to be on panels, sometimes sending out, truly, I sent out 15 emails to one person just to get a panelist. It can take that long. Every committee member has had to deal with that. So. Just letting you know that this organization works very hard on its annual convention. Very, very exciting when it actually comes together. On October 3rd, we had a Constitution and Bylaws Committee um, invite, and they held an informational meeting for all members to be able to overview the proposed amendments. Not as well attended as we hoped. I really do hope that in subsequent years, more people attend these meetings. It's your chance to give input. It's your chance to clarify. And it really helps if we can clarify at these membership meetings that are now offered annually, <laughs> rather than saving that for the business meeting. You can certainly ask questions at the business meeting. I'm not saying that. But when there's questions that just don't quite make sense, it's a wonderful chance to communicate. Also then on October 10th, the finance committee and the board held a meeting to overview the 2022 proposed budget for all members. And again, we hope next year there's better attendance to that also. Before I end my president's report, I'm gonna ask anyone on either the convention committees or the board, if you have any other input to give right now regarding the convention. I guess that's good. <laughs> no more input. Any questions from the audience at all from what I've what I've stated so far? There are no hands. All right. Next, we're going to go into committee reports. And most committee reports, we had practically every committee reporting, the written reports were sent out both to the board and to the WCB membership via the list. But we do have 
committees, many committees actually, that we want to give oral reports because they have something new to share, they've done something unique this year, et cetera. So we've asked them to report. <coughs> so I've got to find my committee page. You guys hang on just a second, here it is, okay. So the first one is gonna be communications and that would be Galen Floyd. So Galen, if you could share, cause your committee's done a lot of new things this year that kind of revised, it's a revised committee. Can you hear me? We yes. can. You're oh, on. Great, great. Um, I want to thank all my committee members, uh, everybody from Rick Lewis, David Edick, Doug Payne, uh, Deb Cook, and Jeff Bishop uh, for all the intense work they put in this year, and all those WCB members who have also um, donated their time to give us feedback. Uh, we've put together uh, the structure for a future WCB website. Um, and we're in the process of determining what content we will need uh, to really flush it out. Um, also, Rick Lewis and David Edick and others have been working on the listserv, um, making some big changes there. That's still in the works. And on down the line, we hope to have uh, some proposals for our phone system going forward. Um, another big part of the, the website piece is putting together um, a committee and a process where, you know, people can submit requests for change to keep the website up to date and, uh, and have a sustainable way of tracking those requests and make sure uh, there is follow through there. Uh, so that's all in the works. And I, again, I want to thank my committee and they put in a, a ton of time on this. So thank you. Thank you, Galen, very much. Any questions or comments from either the board or the audience for Galen? Uh, this is Reg, and I hope that the board is going to have some uh, input on the content for that website. This is really, uh, did not know this was in the works. Um, wondered if you have a time frame for uh, that new website. Uh, one of the issues I have with the current website is the fact that that accessibility bar comes up every time you go to a new page on the site. Once you hide it, I would hope that it would stay hidden, but th that's just a detail. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my question. Yes, the, the board will have input on content and we will be seeking feedback. Um, as far as a time frame, that's fluid because um, our committee members are really have a lot of commitments in other areas. So we've kind of taken hiatus in October and um, I think until after the convention, um, and then we're gonna jump back into it. At some point, I might be able to come up with a, uh, you know, a timeline for you, but I don't have one right now. Are, are we changing hosts or, or web developers? Um, um, I'm, I'm, that hasn't really been decided yet. I, I think we might, but um, 
still we're we're just working on uh, getting a, a basic structure for the website and what kind of content we want to do, and then we want to make this whole system set up so that it doesn't land on one person uh, and that it's sustainable and that there's a, a good flow of communication between whoever our webmaster is and, and the committee and that the um, nothing falls through the cracks. Great. Any other questions for Galen? Yeah, this is Andy. Andy. Go ahead. Um, have we considered hiring somebody to do our website? That is instead one of, thing we are looking at. Instead of using volunteers, because our volunteers are way over busy. Yes, it, yeah, we are definitely looking at that. That will be a consideration. Thank you. Uh, Doreen? Um, thanks. Um, Andy read my mind about one of my questions, but the other question was, um, what, how, how will people have input about the process of deciding what to post and cycles of how to post? Because um, I think advocacy committee keeps going, it would be cool to post that and feeling like there's a little bit of a black hole. And I totally want to second Andy's thought about it would probably be well worth it for us just to hire somebody um, to, do to do, there's some basic stuff that just hire somebody to do it and um, think about that. You know, I think we should be able to do it. There's a like setup piece and then there's a maintenance piece where I wouldn't think it would be a huge number of hours per month. Um, yes, maintenance is, is a big deal because when, when people submit a request, uh, for a change, uh, someone has to make sure that change is made consistently across the website. Yeah, yeah. And so it, it's going to take more than just having an outside person doing it because there's going to have to be a lot of follow-up. Okay. So that's why we're working on, on this system with tracking. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so uh, it's got to be sustainable so that it, it doesn't fall apart if, if one person leaves and we lose their their skills. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I mean, excited to hear that people are thinking about hiring a webmaster and, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for progress and, you know, more faster wouldn't be terrible, but thank you all for your work. Thank you. Bob. Yeah. I second what Noreen said. Uh, thank you for your work on the website. Um, the question that I have is about the uh, listservs. Um, as far as I'm aware, um, the um, the um, there hasn't really been any changes to the mailing list since May. I'm wondering if, like, it, it, um, is my chapter going to be uh, without a list until um, until the new system gets online, or um, are we gonna um, or are lists going to be create our new list still going to be created in the interim? Um, that is a a question and answer. I'd have to defer to Rick Lewis um, 
Director's not here, but I can. This, this oh, is thank kind of, you. Would you like a little help with that one? Because yes, I, please. I did talk yes. to him. Yeah, yeah. Make him come in here. Um, so, so we were hoping Bob and and everyone to move our lists to groups.io under ACB's account. That was what was approved, and that was what was agreed to with ACB. Until ACB found out how big our mailing list set is. And um, after they all went to the emergency room, seriously, um, uh, basically, um, we we think um, collectively that that is too big a burden. So what um, we are researching, and I know uh, David Edick and Rick have been looking into this and working on it, is what will it actually cost us to set up our own groups.io and just simply manage it. And there is a fee. And um, that was one of the reasons we wanted to go into theirs because there would be no additional fee. And even if we gave a donation to ACB, um, that'd be great. But it's just not feasible with the number of lists we have. So I think what we're going to probably do, Bob's chapter has asked about having a list, and I believe there's one other chapter, is that if we go ahead and set them up in the list management software we have, <clears throat> it's just as easy to export the whole thing as it is to to not. I mean, once you're exporting it. So I know David, Edick, and, and Rick Lewis have both been working on the the discussion of how to best export the number of lists we have. And one thing they have already done or that Rick has already done is cleaned out. We had a lot of dormant lists that we, some had been created and never used and some had been created and not used. We could tell for many, many years. So, um, so there's been some house cleaning on that because that would reduce the burden of the transfer. But um, it looks like probably after the first of the year we would do that. But I think it's a reasonable assumption that we should go ahead and set up in the mailman list that we have those couple of chapters. I know there's another one besides Bob's that has asked to have um, a list. So I think that's probably what we're going to be doing. Okay, Bob, got, got it. All right, great. Any other people with questions for Galen? Thank you, Deb. It sounds like it. All right. Thank nope, you, Galen. I do. Oh, Kim. All right, Kim. I'm sorry, I just rose my hand and it was for Deb. And Deb, I, South Kitsap Council of the Blind is the other group. Okay, I, I, I know there was at least one more. Um, and there actually may be two others because mm -hmm. I think there were two before Bob you know, before that chapter yeah. started. So. Yeah. so we had a list, but we didn't know about it until recently. And I contacted Rick at one point, but, and he said he'd get back to me, but he hasn't. So I need to call him back. Yeah, yeah. And he needs to check in with you guys because it was just fairly recently that we had the discussion that we really just couldn't. Um, ACB didn't say no, but it's just not reasonable mm -hmm. for us to try to do that. Yeah, and our chapter never knew that we had... Um, an email list till I, I don't remember exactly how we found out about it, but, and then I contacted Rick and he said he would get back to me. And so we need to have our well, chat you can again. check in with him and I'll mention yep. it to him as well. But yes, that's what I understand is that that's the current plan. All right. Maybe Reg has his hand up as well. All right, Reg. 
not unmuted yet. Red, you need to unmute yourself. I'm not going to mute and unmute the panelists. Um, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. yeah. Maybe his hand was up from before. Maybe the oh, panelists. I put it down could... pretty recently. So. Oh, okay. Well, maybe on the panelist side, since we can mute and unmute. No, I put his down name. Personally, yeah. yeah. But anyway, we will move forward then. Okay. Thank you, Galen. Thank you for your input, Deb. Very popular report there, Galen. Mm -hmm. Next, we have convention, and this would be Kathy Wilson. Hello. Hi, Kathy. <laughs> Hi. So uh, once again, we're going to have another successful convention. Um, this was my first year chairing and it was um, very eye opening. I've been <laughs> on the committee before, but not as a chair. So I, I learned a lot, a lot, a lot. And I want to thank my committee. Uh, like Julie said, we did work you know, each line item you see is is quite a bit of time as far as putting the program together. And I learned a lot while I was doing that. Um, I want to thank Daryl for stepping up and being the exhibit coordinator and David Edick for helping him. They did a great job. And, you know, I've whined a little, Julie, Lisa, but thank you for supporting me. <laughs> um, and we have a little bit of everything, you know, we have a little bit of technology with Clubhouse, and then we have a little bit of medical, including the accessibility diabetic equipment, and then we have our, our famous employment panel, and a little bit about fitness, so I think everyone's going to enjoy it, and the um, background team. Thank you so much. That was all, that was another eye-opener. I wasn't even thinking about that part of it, but that came and I learned it. And now I have a better picture of how they put it all together. And you guys are marvelous. Thank you so much for all of that. And I just hope and want everybody to enjoy it. And if you ever want to be on the committee, think about it. Because it's always good to have new people come in. You get new ideas, new thoughts, because we all have something different to bring. So I encourage you. If it's something you want to put your hand at, um, there's a lot of support that uh, you try it. And that's all I have. Thank you, Kathy. Any questions or comments for Kathy from either the board or the audience? Well, good. I have the floor, so I have a statement to make, and I'm going to add to your convention report, Kathy, since I forgot to put it in my president's report, so I'm taking the license here. I wanted to thank David for being the one to do the recordings this year. Last year, Deb did them, and Deb and Rick, and this year, David stepped up and did them, so thank you much. I meant to put that in my report. Thank you, Kathy. Mm -hmm, All right, next we've got finance, Lisa. Okay, I'm back, but now I'm talking about the finance. A different committee. hat. <laughs> yes. A different hat. Yes. Um, so the finance committee, I would encourage anyone who, who's interested in money or finance to join our committee. We're very mm -hmm. small, but we are determined and we get the job done. So of course our main um, our, our main purpose every year is to put together and develop a proposed budget for the next year. So that has been distributed to the board with, and I got board input, I got committee leaders input. We had the Zoom session that we had all of the members invited to, they got their input. So I feel very confident that we have considered what we want to put, what, what we want our 
um, direction to be for next year in 2022 and what we want to put our money toward in 2022. So the, it has been distributed in detail. I will give you an, an overview. It's total income, but proposed budget for next year to 45,650. Total expenses of 157,350. So our proposed budget is gonna have a net loss for the year, $111,700. Uh, and I can answer any questions if there are any. If there are not, I would make a motion that the board uh, approve the proposed budget to bring forward to the business meeting on Saturday. So moved. Go ahead, Andy. Go ahead. Yeah, this is Andy. I, I move that we forward the budget proposal to the. Well, I made the motion. Made the motion. Made so you the want to second it, Andy? I'll, I'll second it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, there you go. Okay. So all in favor? Aye. 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 All right. Thank you, okay. Lisa. And you want the oh, grant oh. application also, right? Oh yeah, I'm not done. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not done. <laughs> okay. So that, that point, was my point first of order. Thing. We we didn't have any discussion on that, but that's okay. Didn't have a discussion on what, Reg? I'm sorry. On the motion. That motion. Oh. You should have asked for discussion. Yeah. I should have asked, yes. <laughs> okay. Any questions or discussion on the motion? Any discussion for the motion? Guess not. So hearing none, all in favor? Aye. 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 Anyone opposed? All right, thank you for putting border. Okay, and Lisa, back to you. So the, so the next thing uh, that my finance committee does is to evaluate any grant applications that come in to WCB. And this year we actually did have one. It came in from the Edith Bischel Center in Kennewick, Washington. And I, again, had sent out detailed information to the board uh, but I uh, definitely wanted to ask if there's any questions. I hadn't seen any questions um, before I make the motion regarding this grant application. No one has questions. Mm -hmm. Well, my, my committee did review all of the financial documents and all of the supporting documents that were submitted with the application. Uh, we verified things. We had to ask some questions to get some uh, answers to a couple of our questions before we made the recommendation. And it is the recommendation of the finance committee that the board approve a grant in the amount of $2,000 to be given to the Edith Bischel Center uh, to cover the cost of exams and devices to low-income clients at their low-vision clinic. This is Reg. Oh, go ahead, Frank. Oh, I think I'll be recognized by the president, not you. <laughs> what did you Madam say, Chairman? Please? Yes. Uh, I, 
I think it's appropriate that I uh, withhold a vote on this. It's it's not really a conflict of interest, but it's I'm pretty close to it. So I'll just I'm not going to vote on it. Okay. Appreciate that, Frank. I think that makes sense. Reg. I, I would like to second uh, uh, Lisa's motion. Oh, I, 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 I hasn't made it yet. <laughs> I made a recommendation she did. because mm -hmm. I'd yeah. like to to get any questions answered before I actually make the motion. Okay. If, well, if, my if question. Had, Yes. Is that I understand that um, I work closely with them as a part of the Department of Services for the Blind. And I understand that uh, the Edith Bischel Center has uh, divested themselves of the uh, independent living uh, mm. program and uh, the, the person that was running it. And I, I thought that would have been a significant source of income for them. And I'm kind of wondering what you found out about their um, long-term plans and, and uh, you know, why, why they would do that. Okay. I, I will uh, address what I can. <laughs> so it, the application deadline was September 30th. And as of that date, what they submitted did include their portion of the income that comes from the independent living program. So I, at, since that was the deadline and that's what we were to uh, evaluate, I didn't ask for any updates to their application, but you're right in, in that interim, we, we do know that the independent living program at Edith Bischel has been discontinued and they have uh, laid off one of the two employees. So it, I would expect that it would be a significant loss of income, but also some corresponding uh, reduction of expenses. But I, I have no direct knowledge of what that would mean for the actual operations of Edith Bischel or um, what they'll be doing going forward. They could have, the board could have different things in mind to maybe replace that income. Um, well, I, I, I asked the question and I feel I, I need to be able to make a comment. I support the operations of the center. I feel that it's very important to the community. It's been a vital hub mm -hmm. for activities for both the United Blind of Tri-Cities and they've reached out to all the chapters. They've, they have an incredible history in the area and we certainly don't want to see another provider fail. At mm -hmm. the same time, the feedback that we are hearing is that the older blind program is in trouble, has not gotten any um, significant infusion of, of funding for years. And the, the fact that that is not a priority uh, concerns me. Mm -hmm. And that's all I wanted to say. Thank you. So this is Julie. I have a question. Could you clarify yeah. again what they were using the monies for? They requested $2,000 to be used to cover the cost of exams and devices to low income clients at their low vision clinic. So I, that was what their request was mm -hmm. for. So that is how I'm stating when I make the motion, that is what we would want them to use it for. Mm -hmm. It would and be that, and that designated vision, for that. 
Right. And that low vision clinic is continuing in there. Yes. Under their that, that portion okay. of their operations, the low vision clinic is and the right. retail store. Um, yes. They also have an equipment loaner program. They have other other programs that they offer. Mm -hmm. um, it's just that the independent living um, services uh, apparently will not be part of their operation. Madam Chair, this is Denise, and I have a couple of questions. Mm -hmm. Yes, please. Um, Lisa, um, because I didn't have an opportunity to read this all the way through, it's been some time since I read it. Do we know how many people go through the low vision clinic on a monthly basis? We do not. Um, they gave us some indication that they do keep track. Uh, they keep a spreadsheet of, you know, who would be affected by what they're offering the low vision clinic and the low income. Um, but I don't believe I'm going to scan through it. I don't believe I saw that there were just like a, a tally of exactly how many people served. And what particular geographic area, again, does Edith Stitchell cover? They cover six counties. So they cover Yakima, Benton, Franklin, Walla Walla. <coughs> help, help me out, Frank. Do you know? Actually, I don't are? know, but there are six. Yeah. Yeah. They're, it's they, a big area. It's basically southeastern Washington and northeastern Oregon. But I know they have oh. six, six counties um, that they serve. So and large population. We, and do we know if they have had any um, conversations with Oregon for any funding assistance? So here, here's what they, what they put in their proposal. Um, they receive funds from optometric clinics, individuals, and businesses. So they don't specify mm -hmm. in their area, but they, they do fundraising and they do reach out in their community. Um, but this, this obviously would help them out. They um, say that they, uh, their low vision clinic on an annual basis costs $6,500 or more to, to operate. And it includes the optometrist fees, free exams and free magnifying devices and aids for individuals who are financially burdened due to the pandemic and the rising cost of living. So thank you. That, that's what we're, so even the $2,000 that they requested wouldn't, if, if the $6,500 number is a, an annual cost, it wouldn't get them to operate for a, even six months, mm -hmm. but that's what they requested. And so that's what we were. Um, are considering. Yes. Yeah. Any other discussion? Will you take a question from the audience? Yes, certainly. Doreen. Doreen. Hi, this is Doreen again. Um, I think um, I, I totally support giving them this amount of money. I think I would like to know a little bit more. I, I, I was thinking about some categories of blind people the other day who are not or absolutely not eligible for a whole bunch of services. And um, $2,000 sounds like not, it, it sounds like not a giant amount of money. Um, but I wonder if we can, ask them to report back 
next year or when they, I don't know if we're asking them to do any kind of a report at the end of the grant. So Doreen, the, the grant application, if they accept the money, it will be required of them okay. to report back to us how what they did with it and what the results were. So Perfect. yeah, that's part, part of what we're, yeah. um, you know, if they yeah. take the money, then they need to tell us about it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Cause I, cause I do, I am actually curious about the, who they're serving, but and like it, I say, this was the, the, the subject of people who aren't eligible for anything was on my mind for a different reason. And I, I kind of imagine that that might apply here, but I wouldn't want to say that without letting them provide information about that. So basically on the East side of the mountains, Doreen, you've got yeah. lilac yeah. Um, in, in Spokane and Wenatchee. Yeah. You have, uh, Edith Bischel that's right. in Tri-Cities and you have Vision for Independence Center that's here in Yakima. So yeah. that they, yeah, a little bit of crossover, but it's a big area to serve. Yeah. 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 All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Any other audience or board questions or discussion? Okay. Anyone want to make a motion? I, I will do so. So um, I make a motion that we accept the Finance Committee's recommendation to grant $2,000 to the Edith Bischel Center to cover the cost of exams and devices to low-income clients at their low vision clinic. I second it. Any more discussion on the motion? Uh -uh. <laughs> All right. All in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carried. Thank you, Lisa. Very interesting. <laughs> You're on again. Woohoo. Fundraising. Okay. So now, <laughs> totally different fundraising. <laughs> A little bit. Um, this was uh, just, I wanted to bring it forward, and, and Bob Kavanaugh had asked about this. But um, so when we did give big back in May, it was very successful for us. Um, and it was getting the chapters involved to reach out to their social networks and their families and friends to bring in money to WCB. And we shared that, what we brought in with those chapters. So that online platform is actually available to us all the time. We pay one fee a year and we did that back in January and we can utilize that at any time that we want throughout the year. Um, but we focused on Give Big because there was a media push, you know, on the West side and, and more people are aware of it. So we focused on that time frame. Well, they have another uh, push for giving that's called Giving Tuesday. And it happens the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. It's in November. So I'm sorry, I don't have the date in my head right now, but I wanted to ask the board's opinion on should we pursue doing multiple online fundraising events? Um, should we offer our chapters the opportunity to participate 50-50 again? Or um, are we going to be overloading our donors possibly by, you know, if we do give big and if we do convention and if we do a giving Tuesday and then we do another one at the end of the year, I, I just wanted to get some feedback so I would know what direction that uh, we should be looking. 
Alco, may I? Alco, yes. I really believe that we can, there's donor fatigue. And this time of year, you know, the holidays, everybody is after people to give to all kinds of different things. And I think I'd rather have us do one thing and do it really well. That's I agree with I you. Say. Yep. This is Sherry. Yes, Sherry. Um, I kind of disagree. Okay. I, I, um, I think that Alco's right that everybody is um, after all of us for money this time of year. But that's because people that have money that they want to donate um, really sit down this time of year to figure out where, where they want to send it to. So I don't think we need to make a great big campaign of it necessarily, but I think it might be a good idea to at least um, send out a reminder that we're here and that we um, could certainly use donations from those who wish to donate. Lisa? Okay. Is that Kim? That's Kim. Really, Kim, yes. I, need to, I really need to speak to Deb. Um, uh, Linda Wilder has been trying to get in on the call and she can't, or, or on the meeting, and she can't get in. Well, I, there's not too much I can do. I mean, she might want to try just dialing in on the phone if she's not able to use the link, but I can't, there's not an easy way to individually solve. Okay, I'll let her know. Yeah, people's problems, unfortunately. Um, this is Julie. I'm going to give some input. I think we need to figure out where exactly how many times we're talking about. Oh, I Linda know. is here. Linda is here. She's oh. just now raised her hand, but she's been here. Oh, so she. Um, so um, when when we're ready for Linda's report, um, unless you want to call on Linda, but yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I'd like to focus on on this, and then I'll I'll yeah. be done. Yes. With yes. So. Yes. Yes. Let me let me I'll finish finish what I was saying. I think we need to discuss what we're talking about. How many times? I personally don't think three or four times a year is wise, mm -hmm. either. I think that's overdoing it. But I think twice, at least twice a year, wouldn't hurt. So that's my opinion. Well, part part of the reason why I'm bringing this forward is because in the past we have had a commercial fundraiser. Yes. Who was constantly every, actually every quarter, you know, every quarter of the year, he was asking for something different or, you know, um, and we don't have that professional commercial fundraiser raising anymore. money for us anymore. No. So it's, it falls all to us to generate some money. And uh, I, th I think it's important to consider who we're asking what kind of donors at what different times times yeah, yeah so so i mean just just by virtue of participating in an online fundraiser let's say that we decided um we were going to do a saint patrick's day fundraiser for <laughs> wcb because we're the evergreen state i don't know what whatever date we pick and if we we pull together on that it's it's fairly um, minimally effort to mm -hmm. send out a few emails or maybe put it on our website mm -hmm. um, versus you know the the give big we we put advertising dollars behind that we did this so I I think different levels of maybe what we're going to look at as an online thing but the giving giving Tuesday is it's just like um, Black Friday and shop small or shop local shop small Saturday and and those uh, cyber Monday you, people get it in their heads mm -hmm. those kind of 
activities happen. Mm -hmm. And especially if they, if they have donor money to spend on, on worthy, you know, organizations at the end of the year, let's, let's jump on the bandwagon and be available for them is, is kind of our Mm -hmm. thought. So we will discuss more uh, of that. Um, We'll talk, maybe talk about that in that fundraising session on Saturday. Madam Chair. Yes, Denise. I guess I would have to join the Sherry Lisa camp. Um, And I know I'm sounding like a broken record. (laughs) You guys will be rid of me after a while. Um, uh, You know, we we are not doing anything else to bring money in. And we're continuing to spend. And, and I know everybody's arguments about, well, we've got all this money, and so why are we concerned? But, you know, I think we need to be concerned. This, these um, opportunities are an easy way for us to bring in funding, first of all. It doesn't take a lot of effort on our part. But the other important thing is it brings us into the view of a lot mm-hmm. of people mm-hmm. who wouldn't know about us otherwise. I and mean, when we are asking for support from donors when we're asking our chapters to be involved in, you know, being a part of this. Um, we are, um, you know, we're, we're having some, some, um, what's the word I want? We're having, you know, exposure. exposure. Thank you. That was my word. So we're having (laughs) exposure. And I think that is vitally important. Yeah. Madam chair. Let's see, we have Andy and then Reg. Denise just, <clears throat> Denise just stole my thunder because I'm the outreach committee. And there chair. you go. <laughs> and we need, we need to get WCB out there amongst everybody we can get it out there too. Mm-hmm. So thanks, Denise. Great. And Reg. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm in the uh, Bob and Lisa camp, and I want to just talk about a specific uh, date. This Giving Tuesday is not just a statewide thing. It's a national thing. Every, everybody, uh, they've, they've done a really good job of, of marketing it, whether it be United Way, Red Cross, yep. you, know, you name it. Uh, everybody from the, the Haitians to the uh, <laughs> stuff going on in Sudan right now, every, every charity has their sign up right now. Um, and we do have people that are concerned about our organization and and uh, the fundraising committee. You know, I mean, we are all volunteers, but they're indicating a willingness to, you know, send out the emails or put the notice up on the website. Uh, it's it's a very um, minor commitment uh, that we're making here. They're not asking for any advertising dollars. So yes, I mm-hmm. I would. Uh, concur that this uh, should happen since you guys are willing to take it on. Thank you. And I, I have to say the one thing I like about using that platform is people donate and they actually donate to 501 Commons and 501 Commons donates it to us. You can't register unless you're a 501c3, but we don't have to do the tax reporting to send the donors these letters at the end of the year. So I'm, that's just something for me to consider, but I like it's that. Really, yeah, it a you have okay. several hands in the audience when you're ready to take oh, let's, right. let's go with Linda. Yeah. Linda there was, well, there's more than Linda. And, I, and I'm not sure that Linda doesn't have a comment about this, so we'll find out. And then we'll, we'll take the rest. So, Linda? A- 
And while Linda's looking for that, let's do David. There we go. All right. There um, he is. David? I um, envision uh, WCB doing a couple of major events and if chapters want to do this, if there's no extra cost or whatever, uh, if chapters want to do some fundraising on their own through the Give Big platform, that WCB would benefit. And with our fundraising down, both for chapters and for the state, I think we could use anything we can do. But I do agree that we shouldn't oversaturate people. So if we can find a balance, that'd be awesome. Thank you. Thanks, David. And um, Michael, Michael Edwards, and be sure, guys, if you can't find your um, unmute button, it may be that you haven't um, responded to the recording. There you are. It was, it was an accident. Yeah. It was an accident. Oh, it was an accident? Accident. No problem. Let me all do that. Okay, uh, that's all unless unless Linda is wanting to talk about this. Otherwise, if you're just for your report, we'll wait for you. Okay. Okay, well, I think I got my answer and we will be uh, bringing some things, some ideas. So that's the end of the fundraising report. Thank you. Thank all you, right. Lisa. All right. Next, we have Government Governmental Affairs Committee, Sherry Richardson. I can't talk. <laughs> well, that I, I think we need to change the name of the committee. It's That's too long. Too, it's a mouthful. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a hard one. Um, so I think most of the board and probably most of everybody on the call kind of knows that our, our main two uh, foci this year have been the accessible mail-in voting process that we're working on and accessible prescriptions. Um, but I, I wanted to talk a little bit more about um, something that we did unique earlier in the year, and that was around the legislative session for ACB. And I just wanted, uh, Julie reminded me of this the other day when she asked me to speak. So, um, and it, it, it was very successful, I think for WCB and I think for several other affiliates as well. Um, what we did, for those of you who don't know or, or don't remember, um, since we weren't able to be in Washington, D.C. to reach out to our legislators in person, we had teams of people that called to set up meetings with our legislators, usually Zoom meetings. I think almost all of them were. <clears throat> and in our state, we had five people. So I want to especially thank the, the five lead people, and other than myself, that would be um, Deb and Frank, Denise, and um, Lynn, and Julie, right? Yeah, there six of us? No, I was not one, that's right. <laughs> I was just the one coordinating it. Um, and then there were several people on each of those little committees, usually two or three others, and um, that contacted our Congress people, and I, if I remember correctly, we actually wound up having a meeting with every single one of them. Um, there may have been one that got missed, but at least nine of our legislators 
and both of our senators we met with. And that's that's a first as far as I know. I don't think that's ever been accomplished when we were back in DC meeting in person. So um, I, I think it was a real success for us. And I know this coming year, ACB is planning to have in person again. Um, I'm hoping though that even if they do some in-person meetings on the Hill, um, that maybe we can arrange something similar to what we had this year as well, because I just feel like reaching out and making those connections was uh, a real strength for us and hopefully for our representatives as well. Madam Chair? Yes. Um, yes, um, this year um, they're hoping to make it a hybrid. And so, great. yeah, they are gonna do the hybrid, <clears throat> that's the plan. And they are going to be encouraging because it was a great success last year, not just for our state, but for a lot of other states. And one of the things that I'd like to hopefully see Washington do more of this year, I know this next year, I know we did a little, one of the groups, one of the teams got to do this is to um, whatever our legislative imperatives are, if we have things we can, especially if we're doing them by Zoom, if we have things we can show the congressperson or the aide or the legislator um, about why some of these things are so important to us, we have things we can demonstrate um, we weren't quite as bound to only having, you know, five minutes of their time. So, yeah, they, you know, they're going to encourage states to do that again um, as much as possible because it was a huge success um, last year. That's really good news. Thank you, Denise. Hybrid, yay. People, more people can be involved that way. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Madam Chair. Yes. Yeah, this is Reg. I, I just wanted to ask Sherry about uh, priorities for the upcoming legislative session at the state level for this coming year. If, if you guys have a budget for that, if you want to say anything about the, the nothing about it's without us bill that is kind of a cross disability effort. And if you think that's got a, a chance to uh, passage and just basically uh, issues that uh, that might be coming up in this legislative session and how uh, we could participate as an organization. Thank you. Thanks, Reg. Um, I have to say that our November meeting is coming up next week, actually. And so we will be looking a lot more at upcoming um, 2022 issues. Um, they will for sure include um, the, the uh, what's it called? The, the um, virtual legislative, no, virtual, what's it called? Virtual hearings where you give your testimony online. Um, I believe that's going to come up again uh, because that was, we were doing that for emergency purposes only. And so I'm pretty sure that's going, going to be there again. And that is a, has a wide um, interest group from people with disabilities as well as a lot of other groups. Uh, and then the accessible prescriptions, you'll be hearing a lot more about that tomorrow actually um, as part of our afternoon programming. Uh, but that's going to be likely to be a big push, not legislatively necessarily, but in, in terms of 
the uh, pharmacy um, pharmacy review board. So that's all I know at this point. You have some questions for the audience? Yes, audience questions? Uh, Sarah. Kim has her hand up too. Well, you answered one of my questions because I wanted to be involved in the hybrid. I was pretty sick last year, so I couldn't do it. But um, I have another question. Somebody actually told me that um, uh, Bartels, uh, which is kind of connected with uh, uh, Rite Aid, are they stopping the accessible prescriptions? I, I'm not aware of that. If, if anyone hears that or knows that, we certainly need the information. Need to know about it. Yeah, great. Well, I can't trust my source, but um, I really want to get involved in here. My trouble is um, signing up. You know, I have trouble signing up for the, the you know, registering for stuff like that. Um, a lot of times when I've had to sign up for like legislative stuff, because I've done some state legislative stuff for uh, housing. Um, I have had trouble with, you know, actually signing up. So that may be where my difficulty is. And I may, um, I just may have to get a little extra third hand help, but I think I know where I can get it. Sure. Thank you, Sarah, for your interest. Thank in you. And I, I really, I want to help out this year. Great. Thank you, Sarah. Um, right. Someone else, did Kim want to say something? I thought I heard Kim before. Yes. Yes, Kim. Yes. So I just wanted to say that um, this year, for the first time, I got to help participate in the speaking to the congressman. And for me, that was a really special experience. I'm really glad that I was selected and asked to participate. Um, it really made things a little more aware, made me aware of some stuff. And just, um, I, I was really... I'm grateful to have the opportunity to speak. Great. So you're Thanks, encouraging Kim. other people to get involved, Kim, right? I am. Yeah, I, am. I, I agree with you, Kim. Totally. Yeah. Neat. Any other it audience? Made it so yes. much more. He just made it so much more personal. And yes. I kept looking to see what was happening with my imperative. And, yeah. you know. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. It makes you much more, take much more ownership of it. Yeah. Other audience? Doreen? Doreen? Yes, I really love I really loved Kim's comment. Thank you so much. Um, because I really I echo the value of the of the the virtual meetings. I think for my representative's office, we brought up a lot of things that the staff member hadn't really heard of. Mm -hmm. But um I'm glad for myself that there was focus on the imperatives because particularly the transportation one. Um, it relates to a lot of other things I do uh, related to paratransit issues and walkability and two things we do in coalition, for example, related to the disability <laughs> mobility project. Um, Reg, thank you for your question. I had not heard of that piece of legislation. Um, in general, um, there are lots of organizations that have mailing lists. And if you are interested in one of those organizations and want to read some email and there's something you think you want the rest of us to take action on, please email me, email Sherry or me because um, 
it's pretty easy to write. Well, okay, I, I have to say, I find it easy to write comments and there's groups, lots of groups putting, putting pressure on to continue the options for remote testimony. So it's really a way to get your own words before the legislators. And a lot of the mailing lists, they'll send, they'll have a form with a pre-canned letter so you don't even have to think too much. And honestly, like if you want to put your own story in, that's good. But sometimes people tell me that all that the staff member does is count the subject line, yes yeah. or no. So, um, so there's a, definitely an opportunity for all of us to learn more, but sometimes keep it simple is, is a really important thing. Um, well, thanks, Doreen. The bill number is 1566 and Governor's Council on Disability and Employment and Disability Rights Washington and everybody is kind of on board, but I haven't had a chance to review the content and to see where we stand on it. And I just hope that we as an organization send people to an advocacy day. It's a heck of a lot cheaper to send people to our own state capital and mm. work with our own legislators right. to yeah. end, but we need to know where we stand on these things and put some yeah. resources towards it. Right. We have and, and the money to do it. And that's all I'm yeah well that's my I, point. I I I I believe in shamelessly sharing other people's position statements too because but um Thank you for the bill number. We will. I will put it on our yes. list to keep track we'll of. Definitely and follow up. Good, good. Because I, I talked to some other people who do lobbying and can certainly bring it up if no one else does. So that's a big help. Mm -hmm. And I'll just give a heads up. If an amendment does pass, we will be, if it does pass when we vote on amendments, we will be developing the Government Affairs Committee immediately after convention so they can get hit the road running. So I'm yes. excited about that. Hope that passes. Anything else? Uh, Judy? Who is this? Judy. Judy, yes. Brown tonight. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me, totally lost my voice. Isn't that surprising? Um, <laughs> so I'm going to uh, just put a big plug in for tomorrow afternoon's um, accessible labeling uh, discussion that we're going to be having because we do have a special guest speaker. Yay. Uh, that will be talking about the coalition building that we're going to need to be doing um, so that we can perhaps get the rulemaking done by the Pharmacy Quality Assurance Board. So talk it all up amongst yourselves and get as many people as we can to listen in because that's going to be our next steps after uh, convention. Thanks for the plug, Judy. Appreciate it. Anyone else from the audience or board? All right. Sherry, thank you. Thank Very you. good report. You generated more discussion than you thought you might, I guess. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. All right. Next, we have membership with Linda Wilder. And Linda's still aboard, I'm assuming. Yeah. I unmuted it. There you she are. Is. Oh, You're on, wonderful. Linda. You're on. Wonderful. Well, it's nice to be here this evening. Um, the membership committee has been very busy uh, for the most of this last year getting all the names of the 54 membership at large uh, people to um, contact them because we're concentrating mostly on getting an affiliate uh, formed for the what we're calling MAL, M-A-L for membership at large. And it's been really an interesting journey because we, we've called, we've emailed, we've done everything that we know how to do 
to encourage all of those 54 people to um, come and join us. But it's been very difficult. So we have had our largest meeting was of 12 and then two other people joined us. So we had 14. Um, we now have 16 people that are really interested in uh, forming a, an affiliate. And yet our last two meetings, we've had only uh, five people. Then we had a, another meeting and we had five more people, but they were not all the same five. So now we're just really, we, we had a brainstorming meeting and that turned out to be six people. <laughs> and there were only four really planning to show up, but I sent it to everybody. And so I was really happy that six people showed up. And we came up with um, several different ideas, but the most interesting idea of all was that we would put an article in the news line, hooray for our news line. I just love it. So I sent a note uh, to the news line and ask them if they would be uh, open to and interested in getting <laughs> an article from the Mal group, you know, each uh, time the there's an addition of the news line and they were very open to that. So one of our members at large is Doug Payne and many of you know, know him or have heard him on some of these meetings and he's going to write the article and, um, Hopefully that will be an outreach that we'll have that will go to more of the people at large. And they're all over the United States. So that makes it real interesting in trying to schedule a time yeah. and a date. <laughs> yeah, it's tricky. <laughs> yeah, we had a date that was pretty good, but then we found out that some of the people on the East Coast coming at seven means it's uh, 10 o'clock their time. And, you know, mm -hmm. then it's 11 by the time we finished. So we've changed it to six o'clock because at this point, you know, there's so few that are showing up that we are hopeful and determined to get an affiliate formed within this next year. And basically that is the most important thing that I can actually say. But if, if you guys have members or no people who are members at large, um, please encourage them to come, you know, join us because we really want to make it interesting and informative. And that was another thing that we came up with at our brainstorming meeting is just some other ways that we might entice um, some of the members at large to come. And thank you, Lisa, George, my goodness, she must wear 50 hats or head must be getting kind of, you know, tired of holding all those hats, but she's the one that actually did all the members for all of WCB, plus all those members at large, separated them out and gave us the 54, and the membership committee has really concentrated on this. But there are a lot of um, people that we haven't contacted that have dropped off their chapter or you know, they've just out there and we're gonna contact those individuals and see if they won't be interested in, or would be interested in coming back and joining a chapter. And if not a chapter, our um, male at large. 
So I think that's the end, unless somebody has questions. I have a comment, Linda, if I could. Yeah. I want to let you, um, everyone know the membership committee did a survey with members at large. Oh, yeah, thank and, you. And the survey indicated they were interested. It wasn't just an idea that came out of our head. So letting you know that members at large indicated feeling disconnected, not really sure what's happening, and they were interested in affiliate. So that was done even before the committee started all this work. <coughs> Thank you, Julie. Um, I left that out, but that was a really big, important thing. And then just asking several questions to lead them, you know, yes. to the point of, do you really want to do this? Exactly. This is Alco, and I want to commend you, Linda, because I think organizing is one of the most difficult things to do, especially in this day and age when people don't automatically belong to things. It used to be, you know, people grew up in a community and you, you know, remember your church and whatever clubs, Rotary and whatever, but people don't have that need to do collective good. So I think it's just a very great challenge. And I think it's wonderful that you've taken it on. Well, thank you. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm kind of determined that this is going to work gonna one happen. Day. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else from board or members would like to ask questions or discuss with Linda? Uh, Eugene? Yes. Good evening. How are you doing? Great. Thank you. Hi. Hi. How much are your member at large dues? Well, we don't have any dues right now because oh, yeah. we're not a chapter, we're not an affiliate. We're just uh, a bunch of people that are. But they could join at large, couldn't they? <laughs> join WCB and be a member at large, yes. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, if you, you can get my information from Sue, uh, she's got my email and all that. Send me an application. And who, who is who, from who? I'm Eugene from uh, Clearwater, Florida. Oh, Eugene? Florida. Yeah, this I'm the president right. of the Pinellas Council of the Blind. So. Ah, wow. Yeah. Well, Eugene, we would love to. Yeah, we'd love to have you. Um, right now, yeah. Eugene, the dues are $10. So it's $5 WCB dues and the $5 oh, ACB dues. And then you indicated you're interested in being a member at large on your application. Okay. Yes. Right. Eugene, I can send you a link. This is Lisa. I will send you a link if you'd like to do that. Yes, ma'am. Great. Okay. We well, love Florid okay. Floridians right. to join us, don't we, Linda? Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Thank you. And I love your accent, Eugene. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> We'll, we'll try to work and uh, get your members at large even larger. There you go. Yes, thank you. I like that. Besides, he's a, besides, he's great. a great auction person. Yeah. Yes, I can, can wait for the auction. Yeah. <laughs> Any other hands, Tim? I don't see. Oh, uh, Kayla. Oh. oh, Kayla, great. Oh. There you go. Yeah, so hi, this is Kayla King here. <laughs> I just wanted to chime in very quickly and say thank you so much to Linda. She has done an excellent job getting us all organized and I can't thank you enough, Linda. That's all I wanted to say. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, Kayla. So she's one of my favorite people now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else? very exciting you know what by next year i think we'll have another wcb affiliate report to be given right <laughs> we're shooting for it that's for sure that's right thank you everyone thank you linda very much
All right. Next is Newsline. And I don't know if it's going to be given by Heather or Reg. Both of us. Oh, yay. Hello. So uh, we have some really exciting things to talk about tonight. <clears throat> so we're splitting it up. And the first thing we want to say is that I don't know if you all know this, but the Newsline has now officially been around for 50 years. So that is incredible. And I learned that from Carl Jarvis earlier this year. And I said, we have to do something big. So we are dedicating our first issue of 2022 to a 50th anniversary of the Newsline. We're, we're calling it All That Glitters is Gold because it's our golden anniversary. Um, so we just want to hear everything that anybody wants to talk about from our Newsline past, um, our current, or maybe what you see in our future that you would like to see in our future. Um, we're also asking people for uh, little tidbits of what you may have been doing in 1972. Uh, because that's when we started so also, yeah I mean you know I, I might have been you know pestering my little toddler sister I don't know but um, just little just a little sentence or paragraph or whatever uh, just so we can create kind of a, a collage of of that and also if you're celebrating anything 50 let us know that too we already have one so that's kind of exciting um so yeah, so that's that. It's going to be a really special uh, edition. <clears throat> I'm sorry, my voice is going. Um, the second thing is that our podcast is just exploding right now. We've taken this last year kind of figuring out the nuts and bolts of, of how to do it. We're kind of getting a, a rhythm on it now. And we just finished releasing a two-part podcast about the Newsline Committee. Uh, the first part was kind of about the committee itself, itself and how it runs and the processes. And the second part we just released, I, I believe, in the wee hours of the morning. And it's more about the people on the committee. Uh, and it's really fun. If you haven't heard it, I, I beg you to listen to it because it's really cool. Uh, but what we really wanted to do is use this as a prototype for other committees. We would love to do podcasts for all the committees. So we encourage you to reach out to us and uh, set up a time. And we would love to do a podcast about our committees. And this is one of the ways that we Me want to get WCB out to the world. Okay. Because how, what do we have? 17 committees? 19. That's huge. 19. 19, 19. 19 committees. That's a lot. So that's our goal is to get podcast episodes introducing our committees and the work that you do and the people that do that work. Um, so that's, uh, that's kind of our, our two big things right now. Uh, really quickly, I did want to say that we're adding two more members uh, right now to our committee. Linda Wilder is one of those. So uh, we welcome her. And also um, Mackenzie Piercy is one of our younger members and she's going to be joining us, yeah. uh, McKenna, sorry, McKenna Piercy, uh, joining us to, to help work with Uke on the youth section and whatever else she wants to contribute. And we wanted to extend that offer. If you have a desire to work with the Newsline Committee, 
Uh, I would encourage you to reach out to us. It is a very intense committee. So reach out, we can talk about what that involves and decide if it's something that will fit with you or not. But I'm gonna turn that over to Reg now. Okay, and uh, I, I have a couple of comments and then uh, possibly a motion for the board that I would like to um, submit. And uh, let's see, well, first of all, Heather in 1972, I'm sure you were pestering someone, but uh, uh, <laughs> I wanted to talk first about the Reader's Choice Award and uh, what's going on with that, <laughs> because we would like to uh, do what we did last year and have an actual live event over Zoom where we can read the top articles of the year and uh, give those people recognition as voted by you. Uh, We've spent a lot of time and effort in trying to and make this a two-way interactive dialogue between members of the of WCB and the newsline and encourage people to speak up even when we published things that maybe you didn't like or didn't agree with, but your opinions are still important and we will still publish them as long as you're willing to submit them with your name <laughs> and, and allow us to do so. Um, but we want it to be a voice for everyone. Uh, I want to say that in the almost nine years that I've been in Washington State and been a part of this organization, I've never seen a momentum and awareness of issues that could affect the blindness um, community and that could affect the way that things go in the future and you know sensing a little bit of fear of and and I think rightly so um, I think it's very important for us to be aware of of what is going on and I want to see our magazine focus on current issues and people that are willing to write for us about advocacy and legislation and things that need to happen now and what's happening at the state level and see us have people in Olympia that are willing to testify remotely or otherwise at the hearings and pay attention to the bills that are going across because all the other disability organizations are doing it. And you know, we have to make those connections and, and create those networks in, in order to um, make sure that we have a say in, in the future. And uh, that's, that's really all I wanna say about that. You've got till the end of this weekend to submit your votes for this uh, Fall Issues Reader's Choice Award. And we will very quickly then send out an email version and, and uh, hopefully a large print version. I'm sorry, we won't be able to get an audio version out to people in time so that they can have a say, but we'll tell you the top four articles of the year or stories or whatever uh, you choose. And then we'll have that event uh, in December to choose the winner. Um, and so uh, please get your votes in and then we need all articles and chapter updates and half off items and everything else in by the end of November. Um, and then the last thing I wanted to say is uh, last time I checked the website, the last issue that went up for 
news line uh, was the winter issue from last January. And uh, we have been submitting them uh, in the folder and uh, everything. So I'm not quite sure where they are, but I hope after convention that those will go up. It's a little difficult to uh, promote it. Um, the website is an option for people uh, when the issues aren't, aren't uh, coming up on the website. But what I am concerned about and the thing I want to make the motion about is I would like to have this <laughs> an option for people on the homepage to subscribe to the news line. I would like to ask the communications committee to provide that for the email list because we've never required that people be a member of WCB for that. We do all this work to promote uh, Newsline and you know, we want it to be visible for people. If they want to get the other formats, then uh, we kind of feel like they need to join the organization, but at least to get it by email. Mm -hmm. and, and hopefully that will encourage you mm -hmm. to forward it to your networks, and that type thing. Um, I have a question, Reggie. Yes. Um, and the question would be, would the people who are not members um, be encouraged to pay a small fee, like the Federation always says, you know, it costs this much. And, you know, people, you know, those are, who aren't members are, you know, <laughs> you know, required. I think it doesn't really, it's, it's kind of de minimis use. It doesn't really cost us anything to put out the email version. We have to do that anyway. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, we're, we're thinking about doing a, a larger distribution with this January issue so that we can actually uh, raise awareness and get it into more people's hands. Uh, we'd like to, uh, we're still working to get become more visible nationally. And uh, so it's all a part of that. And, and it shouldn't be difficult for people to find it or people to subscribe. They need to be able to just find it. Uh, but non-members non -members would read but non -members the website? But non-members would be welcome for, to, to get it in email. Yeah. Okay. Email only, right? Correct. It would still uh -huh, be a member, that was a member benefit. It would be a member benefit if they want to get it in another format. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Okay. Anyone else? Questions? This is Nathan. Yes, Nathan. I think this is fantastic that yeah. uh, you're going to have that available to anybody because it's a way of promoting WCB and lets people know who we are and what we do and that's yep. so very very important we've got to you got to do that because you know otherwise um how do we grow i mean that that helps us grow we, we need that so well my i am making a motion and i still need a, a second for that if, that we have a, a subscription link for the email version of the news line on front of the website was this it is andy all secondary right Okay. Yeah. And I'll any start. more discussion? We've already had some discussion already, but any more discussion on the What motion? was the motion? I'm sorry, I missed you it. clarify it, Rich? Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, I move that the board uh, allow, uh, ask a request that the communications committee make an email uh, link <laughs> that will allow people to subscribe to the email version of the newsline on the homepage of 
wcbinfo.org. Going to keep it really simple. So you made a motion, Andy seconded. Any discussion? Are you taking any audience comments? Yes, I sure am. Linda? There you go. Are you muted now? Yes, you are. Good job. Oh, it's difficult sometimes. Um, I just wanted to say, well, I, I can't say enough good about the news line. I just love it. I read it from top to bottom. And I think it was, what, 97 pages or? Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Maybe 100 pages. I don't know. But we don't want to talk about the number. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the point is every article in there is interesting. You learn something from everyone. And I also wanted to say something about the podcast. Both of them I've listened to. And it was great learning how the news line is actually uh, put together. I mean, it's not a simple feat at all. It's really takes a lot of work and dedication. And I just really appreciate all of the people that put it together. It's something else. And the podcast are just <clears throat> something else. I, I just really enjoyed getting to know the members uh, in this one that I listened to today, the uh, Thanks for that, Linda. I, I know we're running short on time as yeah. well. And, okay, and but I just wanted really? to keep it to the motion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> Call a question, please, Julie. Yes. <laughs> so I call for the question. Call yes. the question. Okay. All in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? I didn't think there'd be any opposition. <laughs> Motion carried. Thank you. I have a question if I could really quickly, and I'll talk fast because I know we are hurting for time. I got a question for Heather. I am yes. so excited that you're choosing to do committee um, committees for your podcast. Do you have a date on that? Because we're going to be selecting new committees the month of January, and I'd love for people to be able to learn about it via your podcast to help them decide what committee choices to make. Oh, well, I mean... As, as soon as people are ready, they need to contact us, but the podcasts themselves take a bit of time to produce. Right. So we're really kind of looking at it as a one at a time thing. Um, one committee at a time? Yes. Got it. Okay. So, you Misunderstood know, it. maybe okay. one or, yeah, I mean, as, as, as fast as we can crank them out, uh, absolutely, yeah. you know. But well, I'm uh, just tickled and yeah. we've been joining committees all year long. So it doesn't yeah. have to and be like, for January. Yeah, exactly. Because even this one that we just did, you know, yeah. we already have people on our committee now that weren't there when we did this one. Exactly. So exactly. Reach out as quick as you can and we'll get going on it. Well, commit I'll encourage those chairs to reach out to you. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you, you committee. Very exciting. All this right. Kim. Yes, Kim, and you're up. Oh, I'm up also. Yeah, you are. <laughs> oh, so okay. So um let me start like this. Um, Heather, I'll be contacting you right away because we will want to get things out about scholarship. Right. Perfect. Okay. Mm, hold on one second. I'm not quite ready. There. Okay. Hmm. And I just want to I cover a lot in my little report here because I always think it's important that you guys understand the process by which we select scholarships. 
So it is always a pleasure to have the opportunity to speak to you all, all of you about the scholarship committee and the wonderful work it does. I have the pleasure of working with some awesome individuals once again this year. My committee members are Jeanette Nixon, Holly Turry, Jess Lanby, Jody O'Flaherty, Julie Brennan, Tim McCorkle, and Yvonne Thomas Miller. We also had Nancy Lind who wanted to contribute to scholarship in some way. It worked out and she did participate in various parts of the process that we do to select scholarship winners. I'm hoping that she will again be on the scholarship committee next year as I find more things that she can take part in, which by the way, it was a wonderful pleasure working with her. We had seven individuals submit applications to scholarship committee. Six of those individuals completed their entire packet. The seventh participant never completed the scholarship packet, therefore disqualifying herself. Many attempts were made to contact this individual. We received no responses to any of our, our queries. <clears throat> Reviewing all documents and listening to all of the interviews, we as a committee feel that all candidates who had completed application packets would receive a scholarship this year. Once the applications and the six supporting documents were received and the application period had closed, we then move on to interviews. Just prior to conducting interviews, I certify that each application packet is complete and all documents are enclosed. Each committee member is assigned to a candidate to interview. This year, we had more committee members than we, than we did applicants. So here's what we did for those individuals who applied for scholarships that had received a scholarship in the past. We decided to do team interviews that is to say that two committee members instead of one committee member interviewed the returning candidates. We had two such individuals, Holly Turry and Yvonne Thomas Miller interviewed one of the individuals and Julie Brennan and myself interviewed the other returning candidate. To help candidates out a little bit with the application process and documents, required, we held two forum calls while application period was open. This year, we had potential candidates attend each of the forum calls. That was really exciting. When scoring these individuals, we score each candidate in three areas. Each of the candidates are or excuse me, each of the categories are worth 10 points for a total of 30 points maximum for an individual score. So the grand total that an individual can earn for this year is 240. That 
that is the overall score after all committee members have scored a candidate. The highest score received this year was 226, and the lowest score received was 146. Six. This is a range of 80 points between the highest and the lowest score. So as you can see, these scholarship winners are a little bit more spread out than last year, but still close. Some of the interests and major fields of studies that these scholarship winners are pursuing are things that I could only dream of doing when I was choosing a career path as a young person. We were given $18,000 to award scholarships with for 2021. The largest scholarship that we are giving this year is in the amount of $4,000 and the smallest amount is $2,000. You will need to attend the banquet Saturday evening to know exactly who was awarded what. This year, once again, the scholarship committee will be covering the cost of membership for first time scholarship winners. We will not be covering the cost for candidates who have received scholarships in the past. To kick off convention and provide information pertinent to con convention, we decided to have a Zoom meet and greet session on Sunday, October 24th, 2021. This provided the scholarship winners and scholarship committee members an opportunity to, to come together for a meeting to chat with each other and share information. I have done many things in WCB and been a part of lots of conventions and served on committees and just had a good time at conventions. Where's my heart though? Of course, it is with the scholarship committee. This is an awesome committee to be a part of. I always learn more personal lessons along the way. It is always a pleasure to award scholarships. I am always amazed and dazzled by the things these up and coming individuals are pursuing. I would like to thank Tim McCorkle and Julie Brennan for answering my zillions and zillions of questions this past year. Your counsel is invaluable. I am also happy to call each of and every committee member my friend. They are just not committee members. We have grown as a team together. Next, I would like to thank Lisa George for all her behind the scenes things she does for scholarship. Last but not least, I want to thank chapters who have donated to scholarship. Your support is greatly appreciated. At the banquet, we will tell you how scholarship award awardees benefited from your donations. Please join me Saturday evening at the banquet, October 30th, 2021, 7 p.m., when we present scholarships for this academic year, 2021, and give you a chance <coughs> to hear 
scholarship winners themselves. Thank you. Thank you very much, Kim. That is an active committee. I can attest to that. And Kim's passion for it is over the top. Any questions or discussion or comments from either the board or the audience for Kim? Oh. And if there aren't any, it's because you covered it so well, Kim. <laughs> oh, thank you. I, I will just say one other thing. The, one of the best things is, do you know how many calls I get from past scholarship winners calling to tell me that they passed that quarter, these are their grades or how they're doing or what summer job they have? That's what happened all this year for me. It was awesome. It so was they're so showing... rewarding. Oh, go ahead. It was just so rewarding, you know. Angel Daly, he calls to tell me what summer job and how excited he is about doing it. And somebody else called to tell me their grades. And, you know, it just went on and on. It was cool. Isn't that neat? And they don't even have to report like the grant applicants, but they do because they have that relationship with Kim. Thank you, Kim. Very You're much. welcome. All right. Um, we have real quick, a couple affiliate reports. I don't mean to rush you, but Guide Dog users, and that is going to be Sherry Richardson for Vivian. Hi, I almost forgot that one. Um, I can make it pretty quick because it's been a fairly quiet year this year. Mm -hmm. um, we uh, hope this to, uh, very soon to start having more member calls. And when we say member calls, it, they'll be open to non-members as well. But um, And the idea is uh, we had one guide dog school contact us and want to reach out to us and, and offer to just come and talk to us about uh, her school. And so we thought, well, if that's a good idea for her, it would be a good idea for lots of the other schools as well. So we're thinking about doing this on a monthly or, or semi-monthly kind of basis. Neat. And um, I think that that is about it. We do have new officers beginning January. Um, Andy Arvidson is going to be uh, president and um, I'm going to be vice president. I was just thinking, who's vice president? Yeah, it's you. <laughs> Me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Deb is still going to be our uh, secretary and Holly Kesmarski will still be our treasurer. So that's um, that's how we're... Oh, so and Josette Carnahan will be a new board member. So exciting things happening, Sherry. Yes. That's neat. I love your idea for monthly. Any comments or questions for Sherry? Thank you. Danette, Thank you. how about WCBD? Hello, uh, I'm unmuted, correct? You are, you're on. Yes, 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 good, good. So um, my report would be we are, we are growing and we, we have a speaker probably, well, I've been able to do it lately, once a month, it's been rather nice. And we, um, I am more than willing to go to different chapters and, or any of our board members would be more than willing to go to different chapters and talk about um, ACVD. No. And, and we would, um, we, we would just talk to check and see if there's any diabetics that might need to be encouraged and come. We're just a supportive group of probably 18 people. So yeah, it's very cool. Great. Yeah. Thank you, Danette. Any questions or discussion for Danette regarding WCB? 
I have a feeling there's a ton more people that can be members of that. Yes. Group. Yes. And we would love it. Mm-hmm. I'd like to ask people who are not diabetic be part of it. Yes. We would take like type one, type two, borderline. If they have a family member gotcha. or a friend with diabetes, we take them all. We take them all. <laughs> yeah. Give us the money and we take them all. <laughs> I don't know. Give us the, the money and we'll take you. Yes. Uh, Sarah has a question. <laughs> who is that? Sarah. Sarah, yeah. I have a. Hey, I just have a question. Do you take uh, people with hypoglycemia? Yes. Okay. Yes. Just curious. Thank you. I appreciate that. Sarah, you need help, like filling out the registration form or anything. I'm My, your gal. My computer, your card. Let me think. About, <laughs> let me think about it. Let me. Let me think about it. I just okay. asked a question. Let me think about yeah. it. All right. yeah. And I no don't know pressure. what. The, no what pressure. are the dues? What are the dues? 15. Well, are you, no, if you're a member of another chapter, it's five dollars. Yes, I, yeah, I'm a member of another chapter and okay, I'm a then lifetime it's five. member. Okay, then it's five, call, and, and you can call oh. the net and talk about that, Sarah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Thank you. All right, anyone else? Don't say any. Thank you, Danette. Thank um, you. As far as council slash board of other organization reports, we're going to forego those because the big three will be talking during the convention and we'll hear what really we heard from the inside people what's happening. But we do I have the president. Yes. Can I still report on WCV families? Oh, I lost your name there. Sorry, Katie. <laughs> That's okay. I skipped you. Forgive me. Yes, you can. Please do. That's all right. I feel like at this point in the game, I need to like woo and sing and keep everyone awake and there get everyone go. going. And Give for me, it's, yeah, for me, my song is "It's the Final Countdown" because this is my last year chairing this committee, mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's bittersweet. Um, it's been a fabulous ride, four years of doing this committee. It might have been a little bit longer because I think I stepped in halfway through a year, but. Um, fabulous time so my committee members um colette first of all i could not have done this without her at at all like there's no vice chair here there's co-chair because i'm the left hand she's the right hand i mean it's just been a fabulous partnership so i wanted to say thank you to especially to colette but my other committee members are cindy and bob vivian christy angel and ariana and it's been a really, a really fabulous year, despite um, COVID and sort of having to cut back on a lot of the events that we would normally do. Um, so over the last four years, we've, um, we sort of started from scratch, right? When Alan used to do the youth tracks, and then that sort of went away for a while. It was a huge passion of mine to bring that back. And I know, Colette, if you're in the audience, you can, you have a more accurate number to this. But in the last four years, we've built our number up from zero to like, 60 plus families that we've connected with in um, several different ways. And that's in partnering with DSB, um, partnering with the Lions Club, the Everett Lions Club and Colette's Lions Club. Um, you know, we've been doing outreach events and fun activities for um, youth around the state. We've participated in the mm -hmm. um, track and field at WSSB and um, the Braille Challenge at Watauble. So lots of different things that we've done to really reach out and um, build up those connections and the number of families that we can um, really help impact and, and pave the way for their, their kiddos. Um, so at the first youth track that we did via, you know, with convention and parallel to convention, I think we had seven maybe participants. And this year, whoop, 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 drum roll, we've got 17. 
<laughs> so that's pretty exciting. It's and that's huge. just the kiddos, right? That's just the kids. That's not their, their families or parents that are going to come that are just going to find some valuable resources. So we're super excited that despite being virtual, that 17 of our state, you know, our youth around the state have decided to come to this year's convention. Um, monthly, we do a youth social the third Sunday of every month on Zoom. And the fourth Sunday of every month, we do a parent social. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's been really valuable. Sometimes the numbers are small for that parent um, social, but the conversations have been huge and fabulous. And everything from how do I advocate for my child at school, to how do I help my child socially to, you know, find friends and fit in and them just wanting resources. Um, you know, they also wanting our experiences, right? Because those of us in the, on the committee, you know, may have um, had vision problems or been blind for many, many years. And so a lot of times it's just sharing our experiences that help the parents to sort of change the trajectory of like what they think their kids are able to do. So that's been really inspiring for me and really, truly like the, the concept may be that we're supposed to mentor and inspire these kids, but oftentimes it works the other way around. Um, so this year, like I said, we have 17 youth that will be participating in the convention and some of the activities that we're going to do um, Friday night, the youth will have a social, which isn't open up to the whole membership, but um, just a chance for the youth to connect with one another and see who's there. And um, they're going to have some fun games that they play. Our theme this year is um, the science of sound. So even that social will be sort of around that theme, which will be a lot of fun. Um, And then Vivian Hushke, oh, Vivian, I don't know if I said your name, I apologize if you're listening, but Vivian and I are going to be hosting um, a parent lunch on Saturday, Mm -hmm. and we've got 14 parents of the 17 signed up for Mm -hmm. that, and we're going to be talking to them about about um, ways to get your youth, your child involved around the house from chores to games to movies, you know, not leaving them out or, or limiting what you do as a family just because you have a child in your house that has um, a vision issue. And then um, the youth have been sent out kits that they've been working on and um, getting excited about and they're going to be working with Joey Stuckey who has he's a music producer and um, so he is going to be working with them on making a sound box and then they're going to talk about all the different ways they can use like a sound box and then we're going to finish that up with um, a science of sound career panel on Saturday Saturday evening at oh almost spoke British it almost came out um, at 5.30 on Saturday that's open to everyone to um, listen to on the stream and also to be in the webinar um, with us. And we're going to have some great panelists, like voiceover people to podcasters and YouTubers and radio hosts. Um, it's just going to be a lot of fun. I know there's going to be a lot of excitement for the kids and a lot of questions. And um, the last thing that I would like to really encourage us to do as WCB is, I'm proud to say (laughs) that WCB Families has donated to the auction every year. And it's just each person on the committee to um, just donate whatever they can. And then we all decide as a group on what we want that auction item to be. And um, so this year we have a an auction item that's um, gift cards worth $250. Ooh. 
And um, I would just like to encourage and challenge, I would like to challenge other committees and affiliates to also think about doing that in future years, if that's not Mm -hmm. something that you guys do already, Um, because it's not a huge donation on each individual person's part, right? It all is all the amount when everyone puts that little bit in that really makes a big difference. So um, gosh, I was trying to rush because it's getting late, but I'm super excited. I've loved being on this committee. Um, I'm not going anywhere, but I did kind of disclaimer my, the, you know, the committee that one of you needs to step up next year. Um, and, but I'm still going to be here and I might get bossy because I'm used to being in that role. So just put me in my place and tell me like, step back, sister, you're not the chair anymore. <laughs> Once you've been doing it for long enough and you love doing it and you love the youth, it's sort of hard to step back. Um, So baby steps. I'm stepping back just to being on the committee, hopefully, and and see what the future holds. But just needing more time for my family. Um, It's wonderful to take care of all of these youth around the, the state, but it's also just as important that I take care of the youth in my own house. So um, thank you to everyone, if, you know, past and present um, committee members who have served with me. It's, it's been a joy. I appreciate it. Well, thank you, Haley. And did I hear you say you were willing to still be on the committee, right? Absolutely. Because I've got you down there all Absolutely. On my yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you well, so much. Haley. I want to say something about this committee. Kudos to them. Do you realize they've taken two Sundays out of their month to fill a hole for, for kids and parents that wasn't being met and meeting with them, that's a huge commitment. Thank you. That's very exciting, something you did this year. Haley, Colette has, has an accurate number for you. Oh, oh Colette, do it. 93 families. See? Wow. That's amazing. Way more, yay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that we've been able to keep that consistent and keep yes. it growing, really, that that's that's Colette because she, even though we haven't been able to get together for events, <laughs> she is so consistent with if she hears about something from a table, an activity, right? Whether it's a Zoom um, experience or an, whatever it is, if it's a table or it's the school is doing something, if Colette hears about an activity anywhere in the world. <laughs> She sends out an email to our families and keeps them engaged. So that number being what it is, is largely in part due to Colette's persistence. Huge. Yeah. Any other questions or discussion from the board or from the audience for Haley? Sorry if I got a little excited after, like, I needed to pep things up. (laughs) Thank you, Haley. And You're forgive welcome. me for missing that last W on my no list. So problem. Anyway, no problem. Thank you. I'm so excited about the committee and I'm glad I'm glad you're going to continue on it. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Um Madam Chair. Oh yes, Reg. This is Reg. Just Newsline has a quick question for awards about the editor's choice award. I know typically that's presented at a lunch, and I it's assume that all the awards are happening at the banquet. Yes. Um this year. And yes. That's correct. Okay. And uh, we do have a DSB has a new youth specialist here in Yakima named Jasmine. (laughs) Um, I'm not sure on pronunciation on her her last name, but she's uh, under 40 and has uh, lots of energy and she's ready to help out with anything around the state and lots of enthusiasm. So I hope you guys reach out to her. Thank you. Great. Anyone else? All right. Well, 
like I said, I can talk fast and I will. I'll make this quick. I did not get any old business from the board and nor could I think of any old business. I'll just go really quickly through my new business because I know we want to get on to constitution and bylaws and the trivia game, yay. Um, first of all, the board discussed the need to develop rules for the disbursement of the Ed and Phyllis Foscu Scholarship Endowment Fund. And so that was a function that was mandated via, via a legal document drawn up in 1999. The board decided this year for the funds that were donated to have the scholarship committee disperse them. And that may be what they decide, but they're still gonna need to drop a document. They don't, aren't saying they need to disperse the funds, they need to drop the document that says how it's done. So that's just something the board will be working on. And it's been another one suggested in fact, Haley suggested this with her passion for youth that whenever possible, conventions be held not on the last week in October. Conventions have been held on different weeks, both in October and November, and usually it's via the hotel contract. So what I'm suggesting is from now on, when we work with our hotel, we can be thinking and asking about different weeks. We can't promise it, but we can ask the hotel if a different week other than Halloween week, which makes it difficult for youth and families because they're busy during that time, and that might allow for more youth attendance. Julie, um, Lisa, I'd like to... Uh just ask, add something to that endowment. Oh, yes. Uh -huh. So it's, it's, um, it would be helpful when chapters or individuals donate money to WCB and they say, I would like this to go to scholarships. It would be helpful to know your intent. Do you want it to go into the endowment fund, which stays intact and generates income to give scholarships, or would you prefer the money to be given as a scholarship award that year? A good that's, point, Lisa. That's the distinction. But. And that would help a lot. That would yes. help Lisa a lot and the scholarship committee. So thanks, Lisa. Good point. Let me find my next thing here. Um, <clears throat> I'm just going to talk more about this in my president's report tomorrow. But I am... First of all, I am going to be chairing the leadership committee next year, and I want to give kudos to Holly and her committee this last year, Holly Turi. They did a phenomenal job, and I'll talk about that briefly in my president's report, but they did a phenomenal job, and you saw that in her report, keeping the leadership participants engaged all year with training once a month. I'm just impressed. And so many participants participated. That was exciting. Next year, what the leadership committee will be doing, and I sent a board a note, and I'll be reading some of that too tomorrow, about the need for intense leadership development and mentoring within our organization. Um, as we know, many people have gone and we need to develop new leaders and it's going to be intense focus next year. One announcement is there will not be any resolutions committee report this year or any resolutions done. And that's partly my fault. I didn't um, appoint a resolutions chair soon enough for it to be done. There weren't any resolutions asked about or suggested, but I did not appoint that chair. So I apologize for that. That was an oversight. Any comments or questions before we close? And before we close, I'm going to ask Lisa to come and explain to people what links they're going to use for the next event. So. Anyone would like to make a motion for the meeting to adjourn? So move. Second. All in favor? Let's call for the question. I doubt there's a discussion. All in favor? <laughs> Aye. Aye. Opposed? All right. Lisa, would you share with us just a quick overview of the links to go to for these things? So the 
convention or the constitution and bylaws committee meeting for the final review of the amendments is going to use the same link that was used for the welcome lounge earlier this evening. That so you and first timers, right? First timers and welcome lounge. Oh, right, yeah. but not everybody knew about first timers. Right, so right. Got that. Welcome but it's, it's the Zoom room link that you used for the other uh, non-streamed events. Mm -hmm. If you want to be in a, uh, listening to the hospitality, it's in this room. Mm -hmm. Got it. <sighs> And that is the game that that is yeah. Beth Greenberg. She's going to be doing a trivia game, isn't that correct? Right. Yeah. That's okay. we're doing stage two trivia tonight. How fun! Thank you, everyone. We made it. Yeah. <laughs> a little more in, and thank you, board, and thank you, audience. Take care. Thank you, Deb and Streamer. So was... we're not done streaming. No, you're not. And, and uh, so Nat, uh, Nat's going to be hosting you. And Nat, everyone goes out of the panel except. Joe, who is streaming, and Lisa and Beth, and the rest of them all need to go to the attendees so they can be fair in the game. God, God darn, I wanted a heads up. Okay, God. thanks. Reg, put your head, hand down. <laughs> yeah, put your hand down. You're not staying. And I'm going to make you host, Nat, if you're comfortable just getting rid of all these extra people. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. All right. Then I'm going to go ahead and do that. Oh, well, I think I, think I fixed our issue. Here, let me try it. just want to test it. Oh, yeah, you did. Opinions cool. expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, right. its elected officials, yes, or it. its staff. Yep, you did it. You got it fixed. All right. So Nat's host and, uh, yep, just about got rid of them all, and I'll see you all later. Thanks, Deb. Bye. <laughs> Hi, Beth. Hi, how are you, Lisa? Oh, I'm ready to get started. How about you? Yeah, sounds good to me. <laughs> All right. So we need what, uh, three groups of two or two groups of three? How old was that? I can't remember now, last year. Oh, Beth, I'm just <laughs> reading the questions. I'm sorry. I, I thought you had it all handled. <laughs> and, and I actually thought that maybe the um, some of the groups were set up ahead of time, but maybe not. So, um, but, but yes, there's six questions in each round. So it'd be good to have a group of three on a team and that way they can each answer two questions. All right. Group of three. All right. So uh, do you have somebody, Beth, who's going to be keeping track of the scores and how many groups are we going to have this evening? Because we go up until 11, right? I, I was, I was the, the, the scorekeeper as well as the uh, watching oh, okay. for the hand raising. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You've got some, got some work to do then. Okay. Right, right, right. See, I see that there's a lady named Beth also that's got her hand raised. Uh, I don't know how to do anything about that, though. <laughs> hey, well, so I'm Nat. I'm your host. Um, hi, you guys. Just let me know how I can best support you both. All right. Well, so we're going to be needing to put together teams of three, right, Beth? 
That's yes. So if you are in the audience and if you would like to be on a team, you need to raise your hand so that we can call on you and we'll get you put on the first team of three and we'll start going through the questions. And then, so each team is going to get their chance to go through the, the one round and, and the score and Beth, I don't even have those, um, the scoring in front of me. So you're, you're definitely on the hook for all of that stuff. <laughs> figure out who's going to win. And then, so we'll have however many teams of three, and then we'll have a final round later. All right. So I uh, see that Sarah and Danette have their hands raised right now. I need a third though, from the audience to, there we oh, go. There's Kayla. Kayla. Kayla do it. All right. <laughs> So they, they need to be unmuted or, you know, ask them to unmute, right? Yeah. If we could, uh, we'll if not, we could get Sarah, Danette, and Kayla unmuted. Definitely unmuted. There we go. Okay. <laughs> so Sarah and Kayla and Danette, can you think of a, a really, really quickly, a good name for your team? <laughs> the Mariners? The Mariners. Now Kayla's in Missouri. Oh well, that I don't know. That won't work. I I can still support the Mariners. Oh, okay, <laughs> fine. From what afar, we use the theme for our convention: get up and get moving better, or something. Ah, <sighs> well, hmm. what I don't know. Yes, you're going to put down their names. We'll just go with names right now. So it's Sarah, Danette, and Kayla. There are first team. Okay, SDK. SDK. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, do as long as we're not LSD, I'm fine. <laughs> so, do you three know? Have you played this game before? Do you remember this from last year? No, what? I don't. Okay. We, we play it on. Um, it's playtime every week. Oh, okay. Well, nope, not me. Kayla, Sorry. Kayla this is this is called <laughs> Stage Two. Okay, and it was a, a game that Frank Cuda said, "Oh, you should get that. It's a great game." Oh no. So what it is is, I'm going <laughs> to ask you a question, and I'm so like I'm going to ask you, Kayla, and you have to answer the question, and then Sarah, it'll be your turn, and then Danette. So we'll go in a round. Each of you get to oh, ask, gosh. answer the question, and then after the question, you can guess. You can take a guess if you'd like at the theme. So these six questions, the answers to the questions are going to they have a theme toward okay. a theme. Mm -hmm. And okay. so if you, the earlier you can guess the theme, the more, the points. more points we get. Right. Oh but it's, they're kind of hard. So the questions <laughs> themselves will be in different categories. So we'll have history, geography, <laughs> science, the arts, entertainment, sports, and chance. So one each each question is going to be in one of those categories. And I have to say, this game is from 1985. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, it's like Jeopardy. It's like Jeopardy all warped up. I, I, I'm just throwing that out there. You is this being broadcast? You kind of yes. have to think uh, back toward the 80s, okay? <laughs> gotcha. Welcome to Twisted Jeopardy. <laughs> okay. So, 
So if it's okay, we'll go Kayla, Sarah, Danette. I'll go. Sure, I'll go first. And so Kayla, you're up first. Oh my God. (laughs) I don't care. Excuse me. Excuse me. Am I in the wrong place? I'm trying to find contact. I'll tell you. You need to get out. Okay. Bye. Bye. You're in the wrong place. We love you, Welco. Sorry, wrong number. Yeah. Okay. So while I'm asking the questions, you guys can. You have, you can unmute, you just be quiet. Okay. So Kayla, your question is going to be a chance. So I can't even really tell you the category. Oh boy. What, what day of the week is affected by blue laws? I don't know. Well, you, okay. You have a one in seven chance, Kayla. Good day. Oh my God. Monday. No. <laughs> the answer is Sunday. Oh, I, I was guessed close. Monday too. You were very I don't close. feel bad, Kayla. So I'm guessing <laughs> that Sunday doesn't really give you too much of an opportunity to guess at a theme, but if you want, you can take a chance. <sighs> I, 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 I'm sorry. Okay. Okay, we'll go to the next. <laughs> Sarah, you're up next. I'm going to ask you a question, and your question is history. Oh my! Okay, <laughs> what's the nickname of the president of Swiss German blood who grew up in Abilene? Um, who's that? <laughs> I don't oh, even know who Sarah, that is. This should have been your question. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. So do you know where Abilene is? Any any idea? Abilene's in Kansas. Yes. Okay. So think of a president from Kansas. Okay. <laughs> That's where I'm stuck. I don't know any presidents okay. from Kansas. All right. Me neither. Well, Unless you're talking about Bill Clinton, but he's from Arkansas. Arkansas. Okay. Well, if, so Sarah, are you going to have to pass on giving your answer? I'm going to have to pass. All right. So the answer is Eisenhower and his nickname was Ike. Ike. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now I should have known that are Sunday and Ike. Do you have an idea? Ice cream. Uh, it's corny. Klondike Sunday. Klondike Sunday. No. that's not it i I couldn't think of anything else okay so danette now it's your turn for your question and it's going to be a chance so okay that's the the thing okay name name the scottish poet who published purported translations of third century epic poems by ocean (laughs) i'm so sorry (laughs) I don't I, even want to take any guess. I, I have no where idea. Where do they come up with these questions? I don't the love know. Of all things sacred. I don't know. So, okay, Danette. Well, the name, it's James McPherson. That was on the tip of my tongue. Oh, I know it was. James McPherson. <laughs> so, oh, McPherson. We have okay. our Sunday. McPherson. Ike and McPherson. Okay. We'll keep on going. Kayla, it's back to you. Now your question is going to be in the arts. (laughs) Name the great 19th century American Shakespearean actor for whom a Broadway theater is named. 
<laughs> you know, I think I know. Pass. Okay. If 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 Sarah thinks she knows, I'm gonna I'm gonna allow you to switch. Mm-hmm. Sarah, tell me who you think it is. Carnegie. No, no, it's not. Sorry, it's it was Booth. a guess. It was Edwin Booth. So now we have Sunday. Eisenhower, Ike Eisenhower, McPherson, and Booth. Okay, no one has a guess as to what. No, no. So, okay, well, Kayla, you didn't get to answer. I, I gave it to Sarah. Do you want to answer another question? It's it's science. She can have it. Oh my gosh! I'll try. Okay, what was the name of the man who invented the telephone? My God, that's so easy. Alexander Graham Bell. Yay! Yes, yes, oh yes. My gosh. There's some points. <laughs> All right. Okay, so now <laughs> I have an idea. We have Sunday, Ike, McPherson, Booth, and Graham. Any idea what those five things have in common? Okay. Payphones. <laughs> nope. Okay. So, Danette, this is the yes. last question in this okay. section, mm-hmm. and it is a entertainment question. Okay. Oh my. What was the name of the naval officer Henry Fonda portrayed in the film of the same name? <laughs> hmm. I don't know. I'm sorry. Mr. <laughs> Roberts. Oh, okay. So, yeah, remember I, I gave you, I gave you the, the heads up that this was from 1985. <laughs> Sunday. Ike. Ike. McPherson. McPherson. Booth. Booth. Graham. And Graham. Roberts. Actors? Oh. Are these all actors? No. It was that's no. the only thing I can come up with. Um preachers. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Sunday. Yeah. I mean, I don't know some of them, but you know, uh Billy, Billy Graham, Graham, yeah. Oral Roberts. I know him, but oh yeah, yeah Oral Roberts. I can't stand so. him. Oh. Sorry. So you Kayla. You did get some points for your team. That's good. Thank you, Kayla. <laughs> so you're welcome. <laughs> so ben, our, our, Thank you, because we didn't do so good. <laughs> okay, we got some. It's okay. Well, oh, it doesn't matter. It's fun. It's all fun. It's all. Fun. It is. So, Beth, are we going through two themes for each one, or just once, one the first time around? How do you want to do it? Um, I don't. Doesn't matter to me uh, whether you want to go f- do it same people or did you want to? Well, let's let's see if there's another set of three people ready to go. Um, Come on, volunteer. Some questions. I'll t- I'll get a different card. <laughs> Sign up to embarrass yourself. Uh, all right. So I have two other people have signed up. I need one more person. Come on, volunteer to make your face turn red. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll have 
Danette and Sarah and Kayla will um, put them back in the audience. You're going to mute. Bye-bye. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Lisa. So I have uh, Eugene, and then there is a number that ends in 760. Yes, this is Josette Kernahan. Hi, Josette. Hi. Okay. So we've got I played last year. Did you? Um, okay. So I have a good idea of how this works. Well, I'm not going to guarantee I'll be able to answer any of them, but we'll try. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try. That's all we, that's all we can do. And then we have artists for the third. Okay. After Eugene there. Okay. Okay, I'm unmuted. <laughs> so, so can we send Danette and Sarah and Kayla back over to... Um, well, I'll say Sarah, Danette and Kayla, if you want to put your hands down. Yep, I'm working on that right now. Okay. okay. All you, right. Matt. So, Artis and Eugene and Josette, let's see. I don't, I can't think of a name for your team out of your initials either. Do you have an idea for what you want your team to be named? <laughs> Crazy. Oh, my. <laughs> well, you're definitely an international team because Josette's in Canada. Right. Our, our, our international team. Okay. The so, brand blind of international. I don't know. <laughs> we're no. from all, far, all over, too. Yeah. We're from Florida, coast to coast. Canada. Yeah. Okay. So, who would like to go first? So, in the order, and I'll just do it. And who wants well, to go first? A, a comes before E, so artist. <laughs> Well, well, okay, Eugene, I'm going to do it this way. I'll let Artis and Josette and then you. You can. You oh, okay. Can that, that. okay. So, all right. So I picked a different card. I'm, I'm hoping this is a better card. Oh, man, I wish you used the same ones. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the answers. Oh, I know last year um, I knew one that um, I was on another team and I thought, darn it, I know the answer. Oh, okay. Well, now, do I? Do you want me to run through the categories again or just tell you as the, I'll just tell you which category it is. So, okay. So artists, I'm, I'm going to ask you a question that is in sports. Sports. Okay. okay. So it says, which grand slam of golf winner won the U S open championship four times. Oh brother! Um, okay. Um, hmm. I'm not very good at golf, but I can try Palmer. Well, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Remember, this game's from 1985. It says Bobby Jones. So maybe he was. What? What? He one of the monkeys. <laughs> okay. Oh, David Jones. Well, that was back in '66. <laughs> okay, so Rosette, you are going to get a question from in the entertainment category. Which actress played twin sisters in *A Stolen Life*? Oh my goodness! Um, that's so, a movie, I assume. Uh, from a long time ago. <laughs> right. So remember, think um, a long time I'm ago. I'm afraid I don't know. Do you want to make a guess? 
Uh, <laughs> this is a wild guess, but I don't know how far back this is, but maybe someone like Catherine Hepburn or... <laughs> oh, you were so close, Betty Davis. You were the right oh, era. My. Okay. So Jones and Davis, those are our clues. Does anybody want to guess for a theme yet? <laughs> Vice presidents? <laughs> nope that's not it okay so eugene we're ready for you and this is a question on the arts great i know a lot about arts (laughs) (laughs) what was the question who wrote oh. Man and Superman? Uh, no idea. George Bernard Shaw or Bernard Shaw. So it's okay. Shaw, Davis, and Jones. Shaw, Davis, Davis and Jones. Okay, we'll go back to artists. It's your turn. And oh, artists, you've got the best, the best uh, question of the night. It's geography. What state is known as the Evergreen State? Washington, of Washington. course. Washington, yay! All right, an easy one. <laughs> All right. Um, It's always very good to to get some points. So so now we've got Washington, Shaw, Davis, and Jones. Hmm. Any clues? Generals? Nope. Nope. Are are they all writers, maybe? Nope. We'll only let you guess one once on the theme. Go to the next Um, question. Presidents? No. Oh, Josette, (laughs) you can only answer, you can only guess the theme once. Oh, I'm sorry. So so now it's your question, and your question is going to be a science question. It's going to be what? What was the name of the doctor, Lionel? Um, Sorry, what? What? uh, uh, I, the the Zoom screwed up. I didn't hear what you said. Uh, I haven't finished the question yet, Josette. you said i didn't get the category though okay it's science okay science what was the name of the doctor lionel barrymore played in young dr kildare and i know this because of my husband we listened (laughs) to it on the radio i don't know how that's a science question so Josette, what was the name of Dr. Lionel Barry in Young Dr. Kildare? I know the one for the TV series, but I don't know. Well, what was the name? Do you remember what the name of the doctor was? What, Dr. Kildare? No, Dr. Kildare's associate. And in, in the radio. Uh, well, in the in the TV series, it was Doctor Zorba. Oh no, it's Doctor Gillespie. Oh yeah, okay. 
Remember that? <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. So we've got Gillespie, Washington, Shaw, Davis, and Jones. Any guesses on a theme yet? What was the name of the doctor? Gillespie. 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 Yeah. Okay, well, Eugene, this will be the last question for this, this round, so. We're, we'll be tied, at least if I don't get yeah. it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so this is a history question. Oh, great. Okay. Who was Clyde Barrow's partner? First, tell me who was Clyde Barrow's. <laughs> Clyde. Come on. Clyde Barrow's. I don't even know who Clyde Barrow's is. <laughs> oh, well, hmm. Bonnie Parker. Bonnie and Clyde? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> okay. I really thought you were going to get that one, Eugene. Okay. So I'm going to run through these again. Jones, Davis, Shaw, Washington, Gillespie, They're all wanted people. And Parker. Criminals. All criminals. Mostly wanted. Uh, ten most wanted. No. Uh, Parker was Gillespie wanted. Gillespie uh, is the one wanted. that you should make you say, oh, I know that. Gillespie, Parker. They were all doctors? No. Anybody? Anybody? Gaz <laughs> yes, artists. Oh, okay. Carly Parker. Oh, my goodness. Susie Gillespie. I don't know who Washington was, but <laughs> you get that. Oh, okay. Well, you got one right. So your team oh, is art. still in the running. Way <laughs> no, uh, to go, artist. <laughs> I'm going to pick another card. <laughs> All right. So we're ready for, let's, let's see if we could get three more people to say, to jump up and say, I've got <laughs> <them there." laughs> I'm not smarter than a first grader. I can tell oh. you that. Oh, oh hey, look, Frank's here. Thanks for playing. Okay. So we have definitely Frank? have Frank and Viola. Viola, yeah. Yeah. I name one more person. All right. Let's do that's gonna be Dindy. a powerhouse team. That right. <laughs> okay. Okay, Frank, are you ready to play? Yeah, I want another science one. <laughs> well, I just pick a different card and you know it's random, so. Okay, so. We had to get Fiola unmuted. Okay, and there's. There we go. I'm going to, I have to agree with you guys. I'm going to have some help. My husband is the, the trivia person. So <laughs> Alan is going to be part of it too. I didn't want to, I wanted to be fair you got, about it. You got a secret weapon. Yeah, my husband. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, well, does anybody want to jump up and be first? 
I'll be first. Okay, Viola, we'll have you go first. Then we'll let we'll let Frank back clean up on this team. So we'll go Viola, Cindy, and then Frank. So it's a sports question. What football oh, no. was appointed by JFK first as deputy attorney general and then to the Supreme Court? Byron Wizard White. Byron Wizard White. <laughs> he is looking this stuff up on the internet, isn't he? No, yeah, he is right. not. <laughs> he is. He said he's reading a book about Martin Luther King, and they mentioned it. So, oh well, he got you your first point. So, any guesses as to a theme? <laughs> no. White, white is the word we're looking at. Oh, Christmas. Okay, let's see. Christmas songs or? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> It's hard for me to find out what the theme is if I don't look at the, you know, got to go. Okay. All right. Cindy, are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Your question question is a chance. So who knows what it's going to be? What Emlyn Williams play gave Ethel Barrymore one of her last stage roles as a schoolmistress? Don't say it out loud, Ellen. Um, I have really, truly, honest to goodness, no idea, but um, I'll just guess my fair lady. Uh, the corn is green. Okay. And so the, the word is that we got white and corn. White and corn, not green. White and okay. corn. White and corn. Uh-huh. Kinds of fleas. Um, types of snow. Okay, you're gonna have to put. Uh, Alan yeah, Alan's got to himself <laughs> making too much noise. Yeah, Alan. Um, they can hear you too well. And fingers fell into your hand. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> White corn. Um. Yeah, I really have no idea. Fields, things in the field. I don't know. Nope, nope, not quite. Okay, so Frank, yours is an entertainment question. In what film do Sidney Poitier and Ruby Dee try to survive as members of a poor Chicago family? Lilies of the Field? Nope, A Raisin in the Sun. A Raisin in the Sun. I knew Uh, that one too. Yeah. Okay, so we got Which word? White, okay. corn, and raisin. <laughs> Anybody want to guess? <laughs> That's a pretty good one. just quite the combination. <laughs> White, corn, and raisin. Corn. Come on, Cindy. Because <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah come on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. well, we got I know it's late there, Cindy. So, so it Viola. is late here. Here's your science question, Viola. (laughs) Alan says he knows the answer to the. Well, he he, he can't guess. You've got (laughs) to. Okay. Okay. According to Anna Maria Albergetti, what type of good seasons dressing is delicioso? Oh, it's what it's called. I thought that's what it was called. Good seasons. Oh. I should know this because I'm a child of the 60s. 
Yeah. What kind, mm. of, what kind of dressing? What kind of dressing was it? Uh, salad. Well, yeah. Salad. Wild guess. Uh, Caesar salad dressing. Italian. Oh, I should have yeah. known. I White corn. What raisin. Raisin and Italian. Italian. Holy crumb. Exactly. Bread. Bread. Kinds of bread. Yes. Yay. You got the theme after only four questions. So. Great. Good job. Yay. (laughs) So um, maybe we ought, we probably should have had everybody do two, two themes. Maybe. I don't know. That was a good one. That was fun, Cindy. That was a good one. Okay, so do we want to keep since since they're uh, uh, in in the lead? Do we want to keep going or do we want to get another team? How do we how do we how are we well, doing? How many how many people are waiting to be on a team? Well, no one else has their their hands up. So okay, well let's keep oh. going. Oh. Go ahead, Cindy. No, I was just gonna say I don't know how many people are here, but we should coax people to play. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I I think maybe last year, didn't we try to get some interest ahead of time? So we had a few teams ready to go. And that that kind of helps that they, you know, but any anybody who's in the audience, there's 19 of you raise your hand and you can get up for the next next um, next group of three. Okay, take us on one. (laughs) Oh, now, uh, are we letting you come back in, Kayla? (laughs) <laughs> I guess you can be on it as many teams as you want. There are no rules tonight. Beth, there's no rules, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Just points. So, so this is Doreen, and what exactly are we playing? Um, I, I had to cut out and go put away. I'm just throwing in. The- you'll, you'll, you'll learn as you go. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. I, I I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't know if we could rejoin or not. Yeah, you, you should. Anyone in the audience? So I, I did. Think, Kayla. I, I, I think. Be how are you? Okay. <laughs> I, I think that Frank ought to be on member of every team. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I haven't gotten anything yet. Hey. Oh. But uh, I'm. Uh, do we have three for the next team? <laughs> Otherwise, I'll jump on. Again. Wait. We do have. Dorian, Kayla, and Sarah. Okay, let's yeah, let's go with them. Say here, he's okay. going to join in. Is it okay? Say that again, Kayla. I've got my fiance Brian here. Is it okay if he joins? Yeah, I had my husband. So I don't see why him. you shouldn't. Yeah. Just so we can't hear him. Just have okay. him be very quiet. But you're the okay. You Found the whisper. It's okay. Is there a limit on the number of teams? Like, should there be two teams instead of one yeah, large yeah. team? Or no, we have to do people, three people are a team. And we're just okay. gonna keep going through as many as we can. All right. And then whoever uh, the top two uh, points winners will have them come back and do one more. No. How many okay. points okay. did we get? Yeah, uh, you ha- you have a total of uh, seven points because you have one okay. point for one correct answer and six for getting the. Thank you. Um, the, the other thing. You are definitely on top, Frank, Cindy, and Viola. You're the top team right now. So Doreen, okay. Kayla, and Sarah, you're gonna you're gonna need to really. Oh my God. 
Okay. All right. So Doreen, this is, this is stage two. So I'm going to ask each of you a question mm -hmm. and I go through it twice. So you're going to possibly end up answering two questions mm -hmm. and the answers to the question lead you to a theme. And if you can guess the theme, you get more points. Okay. That, that's what we're doing. Right. You the question, you get a point if you answer the question correctly, and then you get a point, you get more points uh, if you guess the theme. Sorry. Okay. So, um, so I'll, I'll, let, I'll do you last since Kayla and Sarah already know kind of what's going on. Kayla, I'm picking you first. Okay. That's cool. Okay. Because you should know this. It's an okay. entertainment question. Okay. Where <laughs> is Beale Street? The street made famous by the music of W.C. Handy. It is in Memphis, Tennessee. All right. Yay. That's Go Kayla. So Go Kayla. Memphis, Memphis is our first clue. Any guess? Um, um, famous cities? No, not quite. Okay. So, so does, it, does, the other, does the other team get to guess or um, not yet? No, no, oh, okay. it's just you three. It's not oh, the other two. Hit me with your best shot. These are just your questions. Okay. Okay. So Sarah, and you can't answer somebody else's question either, but you can guess when it comes to theme. Okay. Got it. Okay. So Sarah, your question is a geography question. What narrow piece of land, approximately 26 miles long, was formerly part of Southwest Palestine? <laughs> Israel, Gaza, Gaza. I was so close. So Memphis and Gaza. Memphis and Gaza. Any idea? <laughs> Memphis okay. and Gaza. I have no clue. Okay, Doreen, your question is in the category of entertainment. Uh huh. And I, and I do want to make sure you know this game is copyright 1985 so <laughs> nothing really recent okay okay <laughs> what was so i doing what, in 1985 what teenage heartthrob of the early 60s <laughs> was in the movie parish and the tv show surfside six um, you can't think of it just name anybody that you can think of from the 60s <laughs> I think Richie Valens was dead by then, but we'll go with him. I was thinking Troy, Troy Donahue. Oh, see, uh, okay. see so I, I, yes. he was buddy. Was he was dead by then? Was yeah. he buddy on Father Knows Best? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so, so here are the three clues: Memphis, Gaza, and Troy. Any guess? Okay. Oh. Okay. I want to say cities of the ancient world, except for yes, ancient cities. Doreen. Oh, Doreen. <laughs> Thank you. We love you so much. <laughs> oh, I could kiss you. Well, okay. I, I was like, I was like, I wasn't sure about Gaza, but you know, yeah. that sounded. We'll go. We'll go with that because. Good job. All right. <laughs> All right, we're okay. all tied up there. So, so Beth, how many points? Man, I was serious. Oh, they got six points. I was, uh, Doreen, uh, I was, was actually was thinking along also. the same lines. Yeah, yeah. All okay. right, well, okay, great. Minds think Thank alike. you. We love all you. Right. All right. Okay. <laughs> wow, that went pretty fast. You only got <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, you got a third one. That was pretty good. 
Yeah. Okay. So do we want, actually, um, so anybody Can we finish up the questions? Well, once you guess, once you guess the theme, you, that's the most points, you know, oh, we kind of stopped after that. So, okay. Okay. Hey, okay. I'm nosy. I like to know everything. Oh, so, yeah, so does the, so now does the other team get a turn? How does this work? Well, they choose another team. Yeah. Oh. I, we got to go by, we got to go bye-bye. <laughs> well, no, no one, I guess if no one puts up their hands, then you know we're we could do it. There's we could just put you know everybody gets one choice. Then it'd be like a super team. I don't know. Here. I'm, my hand is I'm in this for fun, okay? okay. Ladies and germs, I'm in this for fun. Yeah. Okay, Eugene's back up. Okay. Well, we'll. Okay. So Frank, you say because you say your hands up. You'll be yep. on the next team. Eugene wants to be on a team and then we'll get one more person. So, oh, and Kayla. Okay. Uh, I'll wait. I'll wait. Okay. So the rest of you, you know, bye -bye. Hang, you can hang up, but yeah, keep, keep, keep muted and we'll do it. So Kayla, right. Eugene and Frank, you'll be our next team. And then we'll go from there. Okay. Okay. KFC. No. Okay. KFC. <laughs> <laughs> kfe yeah kfe yeah. kfe i don't know what that means but yeah that's what we're doing okay oh, e ekg oh, oh god <laughs> <laughs> okay all right so um let's see eugene let's have you go first this time sure <laughs> why not you are gonna get a sports question oh great so right. in archery, what are the back ends of arrows called? Um, oh, gosh. I, I know what they're called. Uh, <clears throat> I know it, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. Quill, uh, the quills is what the arrows go in. Um, the notch, the knock, the knock, the knock. I say it. It's the knocks, N O C K S. Oh, okay. So, knocks. Okay. Any guess on a theme? <laughs> After one, it's kind of hard, but yeah. You want to guess? I have no idea. Knocks. Okay. All right, so um, let's see, what are we doing? There's too many people here, so I can't tell. So it's Frank, Kayla, and Eugene, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. I'll go next if you want me to. Okay, Kayla, it, yes. this is an entertainment question. Oh, okay, I should be an expert. What is <laughs> Billy Joe's last name in Bobby Gentry's 1967 hit song? Mm. <sighs> You know the song, don't you? Oh my gosh, I know the answer to this. Yeah, I know the answer too. You know, that's where it goes. <laughs> no pressure, Kayla, but the rest of us know it. No. <laughs> Those of us from the 60s should know this. I know it. Um, I'm going to have to pass. Uh, well, it's the song about him jumping off the bridge. <laughs> no, I, I, got, know I know what it is. I know what it is. 
I know. Okay, well, sorry, Kayla, you didn't get it. That's McAllister. What? McAllister. Ah, Knox and McAllister. Any ideas? Knox and McAllister. Names of farms. Nope, not quite. So, Frank, this is your question in the arts. Who was the Hoosier poet? who wrote the poems Little Orphan Annie and When the Frost is on the Pumpkin. <laughs> I don't have a clue. James Whitcomb Riley. So okay, no, I couldn't. Riley, I... Knox, and McAllister. Riley, Knox, and McAllister. Oh, what category is all this in? What is theme? There, it, yeah, is the theme in the category or not? The, the theme, I mean. Oh, just I, the questions are in a category. Never mind. Yes, the, the questions are in a category, but the, the answers lead you to the theme. Yeah, okay. Cowboys? So, nope, nope. Okay, Eugene, we'll go one more time. You have a, a chance question. Name the former Civil War nurse famed as a reformer of conditions in hospitals for the mentally ill. I haven't a clue. Dorothea Dix. Oh. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I, know, I know her. I dated her. The answers no. again. Knox, <laughs> McAllister. <laughs> Riley and Dix. I know. I think I know too. Well, but you're not. I know we're not on the team, questions. but we know you're not on the team. Frank, Kayla, or Eugene? I do yet. Okay. Kayla, you're up. And you have a history question. Oh, wow. Goody. And I, I, I am so sorry for this question. Who led rebel guerrillas during the American Revolution and was called the Gamecock of the Revolution? <laughs> Any idea? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Thomas Sumter. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Okay. Okay. Are these sports? Yes, Sam Forts. Yes, you got it. So you did guess correctly on the uh, theme. So Beth, how many points does that give him? I got six. Six points. Hey, okay. Red, you want to be in a team with me? Okay. Uh, we really need to. Yelling he's not on the team. We the need to get him out voice. off the panelist side because there's, you know. Once we select the team, I want to swing everybody back over to the other side. So, okay. So we had, that was Frank, uh, Kayla, and Eugene. So the next group, okay, I've got Sarah, Artis, and Viola. So I knew the answer before he did. I was sitting there yelling it. 
<laughs> I'm yelling fort, 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 fort. Okay. My neighbors All are going right. to kill well, me. You're going to be on the next team, so you can do it. So, and I'll probably screw it up. Sportage <laughs> Vox. Yeah. And Viola, yeah, I'd be on your team if if you have room. But okay, yeah. well, no, you snuck in, and you, I've got three. Although, well, I, I will say, Sarah, you've been, you have done it a couple of times. So, would you let Reg take your place on this team? Yeah, Reg, take my place. I'll join okay. the next team. All right. So, Viola. Reg and Artis, that's who I need on the panelist side. Okay, we've got Artis. I'm here. Yeah, I I see. (laughs) Okay, now I've got it. (laughs) Okay. So so if we can get Doreen and Viola and Eugene, Frank, Cindy, Kayla, Sarah, we'll we'll send them all. Okay, right? (laughs) Artis, Reg, and Viola. That's who I'm, I'm wanting to be on this side and then we'll go okay okay so reg since you haven't done this before i'm going to make you go first (laughs) and you have to answer a question on entertainment because you're so entertaining yeah yeah (laughs) What does Paul Newman refuse to give to a fan? <clears throat> An autograph. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. How did you know that? <laughs> I thought you were going to say something smart like. Just lucky, I guess. Just lucky, I guess. Okay. So, so an autograph. Autograph is any, any guess on a, on a theme? Nope. Okay. All right. Okay. So next up, will artists? You're going to get a question. It's a a chance question. Okay. What is Japan's national symbol? Japan's national symbol. Mm-hmm. Rising sun. Yes. Yes. So you got that All right. point for a, a correct answer. So we have autograph and rising sun. Autograph and rising sun. Hmm. Any guesses? On that one. Nope. Okay. So see now I'm okay, Viola, you're my third, right? Right. Okay. Viola, it's a sports question. But it's an easy one and something I could even get. <laughs> and I'm not a sports person. What is a baseball playing field called? A diamond. A diamond. Yes. I love so baseball. Autograph, <laughs> rising sun, and diamond. Hmm. Autograph, Jesus. rising sun. Diamond. Oh, I don't know. Anybody? Either. Okay. No idea. So, Reg, your next question is the arts. <clears throat> Who is the heroine of Henry James's novelette about a naive American girl courting European society? Uh, pass. <laughs> Daisy Miller. 
and the <clears throat> word is Daisy. So it's autograph, oh, yes. rising sun, diamond, and Daisy. Daisy, diamond, autograph. No idea. Okay. Um, so artists, you're up next, right? Okay. Okay. And it's a geography question. What is the nickname of Texas? Lone Star State. Lone Star State. Yeah, the Lone Star State. Well, you're on fire artist. You're getting your questions. Right. <laughs> We've got autograph, rising sun, diamond, daisy, and lone star. Hmm. Boy, no idea. Okay, Viola, you've got the last question. So your last chance for a point for getting it right. And then the last chance for the theme. So this is a history question. In what kind of structure was Abraham Lincoln born? Log cabin. Yes. So you get a point for that. And I'm going to run through this list again. And then you tell me. Syrup. What types of syrup? Nope. Autograph. Rising sun. Diamond, Daisy, Lone Star, and Log Cabin. Types of beer. No, no. <laughs> That's what Alan said, but I didn't, I didn't think it was that. <laughs> oh, I know. There's different shapes. Different I know, I know. They're any more guesses? No. Quilt patterns. Quilt. Oh, I should know that. We have a friend who's a quilter. If you'd have said wedding or double ring, I might have. Yes. Got it. Well, the log cabin, I thought clinched it. Log cabin, I got that one. Okay. So, Beth, how many points did Viola and Raj and Artis get? Five. Five. So we have. Two teams with seven, right? And then one with six and one with five? Correct. Okay. All right. So Two let's do one. one more team and then we'll get those, the teams, the highest playing, uh, highest scoring teams back and we'll do, we'll do that. Okay. So Nathan's got his hand up. Sarah's got her we hand up. We only got five, man. That's just not right. Yeah. Reg, you need to go away. Sorry. But, but. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> and Kayla. So we'll do Nathan, Sarah, and Kayla. Okay. And I'll, I'm going to switch cards again. I just keep rotating. I mean, this game has hundreds of cards and hundreds of, of uh, questions. So there's, we'll never get through them all, ever. <laughs> I remember you saying that last year too. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, um, Nathan, this is the first time you've done it tonight. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. We'll have you go first and then Kayla and then Sarah. And so you, you, I don't need to re uh, go over any of the 
rules. No, right? I, I got it. You got it. You got it. You get it doesn't, doesn't mean doesn't mean I'll be able to answer the question, but I'll try. Okay. Well, you get a sports question. Oh, okay. okay. So what team name do Boston and Chicago have in common in Major League Baseball? Uh, Red Sox and White Sox. Sox is correct. Yes, you got it. Yeah, yeah. So Sox is the first answer. Yes. Yeah. Want to guess on the theme? <laughs> Clothing? <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, well, okay. This one, I this theme, I had to look at the theme. You're going to probably going to need every one of these questions. Okay. Mm. So Kayla, you're up next. Okay. This is a arts question. Who wrote The Adding Machine, an experimental play about mechanization? Pass. <laughs> Elmer Rice. <laughs> <laughs> so the the clues are the answers are socks and rice wow okay it's a, this one's a hard one okay so sarah can you hear me okay yes i can it's okay, a good. chance question according to a well-known riddle when is a door not a door when it's a jar when it's a jar yes you got it i love that one okay so socks rice a jar socks rice a jar you know at socks and rice i thought i had it but a jar just threw me a jar <laughs> nope okay we'll keep going had me going what did you okay. think it was, Sarah? I was thinking like like uh, stuff you put in the microwave. Nope. Okay. Like, you, you put know, socks the, in the microwave? Well, yeah, you stick a full, fill them full of rice and you heat them up and you have hot pads. In socks? Hot packs. Okay. I've done it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Nathan, <laughs> your question, it's a entertainment question. Which Papa's daughter left the TV show one day at a time because of a drug problem. Uh, um, Don't they all have drug problems? Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> oh, what's her name? Uh, this, is from the, this is from the 80s, right? Uh-huh, 85. 85. Um, Oh, it's the, the gal in different strokes, right? I can't remember her name though. She played. Oh. Shut up, Sarah. Uh, I don't, I'll have to pass. Sorry. I'll pass. Oh, Mackenzie Phillips. Oh, I had it wrong. So, okay. <laughs> so it was Papa. You remember the mamas and the papas? And yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. So, darn. So Oops. here are the answers: socks, rice, a jar, and Mackenzie. Oh man, this is this one's a hard one. Kayla, you're up next. It is a hard one. Kayla, you need to unmute yourself. Yep, I'm still here. 
Okay. No. So this is a geography question. <laughs> what feature of Helen of Troy supposedly launched a thousand ships? God, keep my mouth Beauty? Shut. Her Beauty. What feature? Face. Her face. Yes, that's correct. So it's <laughs> socks, rice, a jar, Mackenzie, her face. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, I'm lost, man. <clears throat> Me too. Yeah, everybody's like, okay, Sarah, this is your last question. I'm just thinking no fair because Frank and them got the easy one. <laughs> I know. Well, it's, you know, I can't, I just pick the cards randomly. This is so, a history question. I'm sitting there yelling, sports, 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 sports. Okay. I've got the mute button history, on. Sarah, history, Sarah. History, let's hope I can get this one. What first lady's nationally syndicated newspaper column was entitled My Day? Um, you know, I don't know, but I'm going to guess Eleanor Roosevelt. Yes, that is correct. I read a book about her that was written for kids. <laughs> hey, it works. It's you called uh, Eleanor Roosevelt's in my garage. <laughs> okay. I listened to, old, I so, listened to old time radio, so I knew that one. <laughs> OK, so Nathan, Kayla and Sarah, listen up and I'll run through this list again. Socks. <laughs> Rice, a jar, Mackenzie, her face, and Eleanor. The Beatles. Beatles. You're so close. You need to expand. Songs by the Beatles. Keep going. Uh, you're so close. <laughs> Lyrics and songs by the Beatles. <laughs> I got to have the song. Eleanor Rigby. Yes, thank you. Eleanor Rigby. That's the one. <laughs> I couldn't. Oh, wow. I should have got that. That was a hard one. That was hard. That hurt, man. That hurt my okay. brain. <laughs> where where are we at on now? I'm done. Uh, okay. Nine. So they got nine. Okay, you guys are in the top place right now. Oh, my God. Well, I guess I'm not done. <laughs> Well, um, are, do we have other people raising their hands if they want to get on a team or maybe we'll, well I'm, I'm leaving room for other folks. Okay. That's it. I, my brain is tired, but if we have to do a spinoff, I'll do it. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, look at all the lonely people. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh -huh. you were probably yelling that Reg. <laughs> uh -huh. Okay. I don't see any other hands at all. Yeah. Oh, Frank's back. We, we'll get Frank back up in here. This is the game he told us to buy. <laughs> so he's got to play some. Frank and Kayla. Oh, yeah. All right. Hey, one more person. Reg, Nathan, one of you guys want to play? Yeah, I'll play. Okay. All right. Nathan, Nathan got in. So it's Kayla, Nathan, and Frank this time around. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
and I, they don't always start off with a science question, but this one has a science question last. So I'll, I'll have Frank go on the third position. Okay. Uh, Kayla, you can go first. Mm -hmm. and a question on entertainment. In the title. I'm, I'm, and I'm not very entertaining like Reg. <laughs> In the title of their 1957 film, What Love was shared by Shirley Jones and Pat Boone. Ash. <laughs> you, you don't want, okay, April. April of, I wouldn't have got that either. That was way before my time. Okay. So uh, let's see. Frank, if you want the science question, I need to have you go through. So Nathan, we'll have you go next. This is a geography question. What is the lost remuneration punsters have nicknamed Nevada's largest city? That makes no sense. What said I said? Say it again. What? So what is the lost, and that's what's in quotation marks, what is the lost remuneration punsters have nicknamed Nevada's largest city? So instead of, uh, so what? what oh, we, instead of the city is a, a Nevada's nickname? largest city. So what do they, punsters have nicknamed it something else? Lost uh, something. I don't know. I should have taken this one instead of the science one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wages. So instead of Las Vegas, it's lost wages. Oh, okay. Funny. Okay. So April and wages. You're going to guess on the theme? Tax time. <laughs> yes, things relating to income taxes. Yeah, taxes. Yeah. I never got to my question. Oh, Frank, I have to ask you this question. What four-letter word does a zoologist use to mean the resting place of a hare? <laughs> That's the science question. Yes, and it's right on the tip of my tongue, too. I, I yes. Come on, nope, Frank. Mr. Oh, Frank. I've heard I've heard it, but no, it's not coming. Form. I wouldn't say it again. Form. Form? Oh, okay. No, no, I didn't know that. Nope. So there you go. That that's your um, you know, the, the thing yeah. you learned today. Tax form. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Beth, how many, how many points did this team get? Six. Six. See, we 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 I know we should have done this differently because they got it on the very well, you only got it on the second. So, so I'm I'm there's a strategy here that we're not following you guys. You should, we, when you know what the, what the theme is, don't say it until the last question. Then you get maximum points. Yeah, but we, we, they should be getting you don't lose. points. You don't lose anything. Theme. See, by waiting till the last question, you don't lose oh, anything. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that. I just figured this out. I'm slow. Well, but the, the, we didn't do it that way before. We, we had it so that you got lots of points if you could get it on the first couple. I mean, so. Well, that's the way it should be. Let's yeah. change it. Yeah, but we're not doing it that way this time. 
okay. Oh, funny. Well, you guys didn't hardly get to do anything. So I, I think you, <laughs> nobody's got their hands up. It's 2018 after 10. Let's have you go one more time. And just All right. this, this iteration, okay. this group, because I now you have a different strategy. <laughs> All right. So Frank, <laughs> there's a science question, but it's in the third. It's not till the sixth one. I should do this backwards. Nope, nope, not going to do it. Okay. Just ask okay. me a question. Just ask you a question. Yeah. So yeah, let's go from the bottom to the top. Who cares? It's going to, I mean, it's still six, six answers. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, so Frank, I'll let you go first. It's a science question. Who first discovered the nucleus in living cells? Oh, oh. No, no, I'd say Crick. Brown. Crick is man. Okay. Robert Brown. So Brown wow. is the name. Or Brown <laughs> is the... I would have had it wrong too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, Nathan, you're next. I know you're going to get this. It's an entertainment question. Who is Darth Vader's voice? <laughs> you know, I I don't know the answer because I never <gasps> I never watched I never got into that. Oh, uh, you don't even have any clue who, whose voice that might be. No, I don't. James Earl Jones. Oh. <laughs> So Brown and Jones. Okay. That's who we got. Oh, sorry to disappoint you. All right, Kayla. This is your this is your question, and it's a geography. What drummer hails from Liverpool? Oh, I could have given me that one. <laughs> oh, Kayla, she dropped off. What happened? Okay, Nathan or Frank, you're gonna have Ringo. to for your team. Ringo. Ringo, what? Star. Yes. Okay. So star is the is the theme clue. Brown, Jones, and Star. Oh, I think I know. Oh. Hmm. Okay. So Frank, this is a arts question. Who starred in Good Evening with Peter Cook? I passed. Dudley Moore. So it's names. Moore, Star, Jones, Brown. Sounds like a law firm. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. It's Kayla. I had an issue getting back to the unmute mute button and oh. I couldn't answer. So anyway. Oh. Well, they did, letting, you know, they did get it. While you're on the team, just stay unmuted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just stay unmuted. That's yeah, but that's not possible where I'm at, so I do apologize, but I'm oh, doing the best okay. I can. Thank okay. you. Gotcha. All right. Okay. So, well, Kayla, <laughs> we'll let you answer the next question. Yeah, I appreciate you guys' patience. I really do apologize. It's just, okay. just, you know, sometimes it happens. And some of us, you know, just, um, I'm, I'm eating dinner right now. And I don't think it's polite to chew in front of people. So excuse okay. me for muting. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll quickly answer this question then. It's a uh, history question. 
who ran for president president as an independent after losing the Republic nom- Republican nomination in 1980. I don't know. Pass. <laughs> Nathan, Frank, you were around in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 80, 80, 80. Um, I wouldn't have known either. Go ahead and repeat the question. So um, who ran for president as an independent after losing the Republican nomination in 1980. Oh, was it the guy that got shot? Uh, no, the name's not coming. Nope, it's not the guy that got shot. See, I can't think of who the guy is, but I know that this same name is a country singer. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, Reg does it. <laughs> I, hmm. Okay, John Anderson. Oh, oh no. Anderson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Okay. So now I don't know if it's Nathan or mostly Frank. I don't know. Whoever. I think I think I'm next. Question. Okay, Nathan. It is a sports question. Oh shoot! Okay. <laughs> Who was the first man to drive a speedboat faster than 200 miles per hour and live to tell about it? Hmm. Oh, uh, um, um, oh, what's his name? I used to watch the hydro, from the hydroplanes, right? Um, I don't know. Oh, um, oh, what is it? Um, I can't think of it at the moment. Frank Huda. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, that's not the name. It's Donald Campbell. Oh, I would have had it wrong anyway. Okay. okay. Yeah, so so gonna, here, here are the, the words that go toward your theme. Campbell, Anderson, Moore, Star, Jones, and Brown. Convicts. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? Frank, it's not coming to you. I'm thinking marshals or sheriffs or something like that. No. Jim Thorpe trophy winners. Oh, my God. I don't even know what Jim Thorpe trophy is. (laughs) (laughs) That's an obscure one. I'm getting rid of that card. I'm going to the next. Burn that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I got one point there. Oh, well, that that was a tough one. That was yeah. really okay. So, Beth, tell me how do we have like the top three? Who who are the top three in points right now? Oh uh, well, um, Nathan, Sarah, Kayla. Um, where's the other one? Was. Um, Doreen, Kayla, and Sarah, and then Frank, uh, Viola, and Cindy. Okay. So Sarah actually said that she was kind of getting tired. So I, I, I don't know if she's going to get back up here or not. But, so what were the top two? Was it the first two? 
Well, the the one that got the most points was uh, Nathan, Sarah, and Kayla. Okay. Um, then the other two were tied for second place with Frank, Viola, and Cindy, and Doreen, Kayla, and Sarah. Oh, okay. So uh, I don't know how we want to do it. But, so is, can, there, can we get two teams out of those three? <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. Well, Frank's on both of those teams as well as uh, see, Nathan's on one. Yeah. Kayla's on yeah, I think Kayla was the only one that was on two of them, I think. Yeah. Well, but she's eating dinner, <laughs> which <laughs> I, I'm, I'm finding that hard to know. But I mean, I'm unmuted, but I just was, oh. I was just trying to explain. Oh. I'm kind of well, muting and unmuting. <laughs> well, what is this midnight snack? Because, right, you're my, my husband, my fiance gets home at 11. So. Oh, oh, this I is see. when we have dinner. I get that. Oh, I, oh, I see it. <laughs> All right. So Doreen and Sarah for sure. Bring them back over. And Cindy was on one of those teams, right? Yeah. Hear me, okay? Yeah. Cindy's still here. Huh? I'm having trouble oh. with my microphone. Can anybody hear me? Yes, yep. Sarah. We hear okay. you. Good. Man, I'm going to have to get a replacement for this sucker. <clears throat> That's my next chore. I'm here. Hi, Cindy. Yeah, and, what, and who else do we need? By, um, Beth, I, I, Viola. I somebody else has to write the names down. <laughs> there we um. Viola probably should come back too. Yeah. Two, three. Yeah, she was on a couple. But what? Yeah, what happened to Frank? He, he got. He's, he's got his hand raised now, and as well as Doreen does. Where'd Frank go? He he's back. He's going to be back. Okay. Yeah, I don't know who's that keeps kicking yeah. me off, but I'm I back. So but we need Frank, Kayla, Cindy, Sarah, Doreen, and who's the sixth person? Well, Nathan was on the winning team, too. Reggie has gotten answered a lot of questions. <laughs> he wasn't on any of the winning teams, though. <laughs> How do we split us up? Was it Nathan <laughs> or Viola? Viola. Uh I know. Viola. Viola's with me and Frank. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So you know, we I wonder if I should well, I don't know. I mean, we were one of the ones that got the I'm trying to figure out if if one of us should volunteer to step aside or something i don't know well we're looking for six people well we've got more than six well i don't have to i i, I i'm happy to go back on mute and go back to what i was doing so um well we love you doreen i'm not offended believe me if i wanted to get out of here i'd get out of here okay hey speaking uh, of which did you get my email 
I did, but let's not solve it here right now. Oh, I know. I'm just asking. Okay, so right. tell me who the first team's going to be. We're going to leave everybody over here and just please be be quiet while the other team's answering, okay? So who's going to be the first team? Frank. Uh, well, we had, should we originally had Cindy Frank and Viola on one team. Cindy Frank, Viola. Okay, yeah. so we'll do those three. We'll run through one more uh, theme, and then we'll have the other team, and then we'll do a tiebreaker, maybe or something. I don't know. Okay. Hey, what what do we win? <laughs> hmm. um, bragging rights, pretty much. The only Their thing. admiration. Yeah. <laughs> sleep. <laughs> I want to win sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell. There's a tired voice there. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's well, what she we'll, gets for being on the East Coast. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. I, this Midwest. <laughs> okay, Cindy. No, I'm on the East Coast. Oh, you are. Yep. It's it's whatever it is. Is it one Michigan of the is the East Coast time? Yeah. Michigan is away. I'm in Michigan. Oh. oh. Okay. All right, Cindy. Well, I'll let you go first. Your question: okay. is Entertainment. Okay. Poor Cindy. On the Mary Tyler Moore Show, oh. whom mm -hmm. did Mary fire? then hire, then fire, then refer elsewhere. Then what was the last part? Then refer <laughs> elsewhere? Refer elsewhere. So um, she fired, he, she fired, then hired, then fired, and then referred elsewhere. <laughs> um, I, I don't really know, but I'm going to just say um, I'll say Rhoda. Randy. I have oh. no clue who it's oh. Who the heck is Randy? <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of him. Okay. Because um, he got fired. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and referred. Uh, so, Frank, you're going to be, uh, you've got a chance question. Who played Napoleon? in Desiree. I'll pass. Is an actor, if you want to guess. <laughs> uh, Gregory Peck. Marlon Brando. You were kind of sort of close. So mm -hmm. Randy and Marlon. Okay. Next question goes Viola. Okay, Viola. You're going to get this. This is a, um, a history question. What was the more familiar name of Joseph Broz, B-R-O-Z, president of Yugoslavia? Um, Tito, my uncle's name. Tito, yes, Marshall Tito. So it's Whoa. Randy, Marlon, and Tito. Oh, the Jackson oh, no, the Five. Jacksons. The Jacksons, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I guess too soon. I should wait. <laughs> oh well, I know. Yeah, but... you, we need to be giving them more points when they get it earlier. So it, yeah. if they get one point for for guessing, then and if they get it by the third, they need to get at least ten points. No kidding. So well, yeah, no, that was the good. Look at the original instructions. I'm sure it, it takes that into consideration. It does. It did. Um, 
you know, we had to modify it somewhat and I didn't look at the points uh, before we started tonight and, and mm. doing that. So anyway, but that was good. Very good. That was good. One round through. That was, that was very good. Fantastic. So, um, so now we're going to, so now let's see if the other team can do it in three questions. Like, like this team did. Wouldn't that be cool? Right. So we're on Sarah, Doreen, and Kayla, right? Yes. Yeah. Doreen and Kayla. Okay, Sarah, you're going to go first. I'm going to oh let boy. you go first. It's an arts question. Which American literary figure's well-known initials stood for the given name Edward Estlin? Oh. <sighs> Oh, pass. I don't know this one. Okay. E. E. Cummings. Oh my gosh. E. E. Cummings. So Cummings e. is the clue. I got I got the E, but I couldn't get the rest of it. Cummings. Okay. All right, Doreen, you are up, and this is a sports question. Oh, good. I'm so good at sports. This will be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Doreen, you sound sarcastic. What black American League home run champion had a candy bar named after him? Babe Ruth. Read that question again, Doreen. You missed, you missed a word. I did. Yes. Um, yes, she did. Black American League home run champion had a candy bar named after him. Hank Aaron. Good guess, but it was Reggie Jackson. Oh, Reggie, Reggie, Reggie. And Jackson. Okay. Jackson. Are we going with a Jackson theme again? No. No, I don't. Sorry. Okay, Kayla, your question is a science question, (laughs) which I'm sure Frank would love to answer. Who accidentally <laughs> tried out his invention with the words, Mr. Watson, come here. I want you. I know this one. I know this one. I'm passing. I know this one. Kayla, you're going to. Thomas start. Edison. Oh, Alexander. No. No. Alexander Graham Bell. Oh my goodness. Okay. okay. <laughs> you can only answer your own question, Sarah. <laughs> oh, it hurts so bad. I knew the answer. Oh, I know. So the, this is a chance question, Sarah, for you. What revolutionary war hero personally financed the war in the area northwest of the Ohio River? Ooh. Um... Benjamin Franklin? George Rogers Clark. Okay, now I didn't know that dude. Okay. Cumming, so, Jackson, Cumming, Jackson, Bell, and Clark. Are these like presidents? No. 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 Vice presidents? No. You only get to guess once, Sarah. Sorry. Hey, <laughs> All right. Your question is a history question. 
Which of the famous mountain men is believed to be the first to cross the Sierra Nevada and the Great Salt Lake Desert? Um, I think I'm supposed to know this considering I grew up in Colorado and Montana, but I have no clue. No guess. No guess. No either. Jedediah Strong Smith. Well, that would also be because I've never heard of that person, but okay. <laughs> See, I we got the same problem, Doreen. We didn't even know the people we was answering about. Yeah. All Cummings, right. Cummings, Jackson, Bell, Clark, and Smith. So, Kayla, here's your last question. It is the arts. Who was the author of Pamela, generally considered to be the first modern English novel? Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, pass. Samuel Richardson. <laughs> it's hard when it's all just names. Man, another hard one. Yeah. Okay, so it's Cummings, Jackson, Bell, Clark, Smith, and Richardson. Man, I'm lost. Scientists? Nope. Okay. U.S. Attorneys General. Oh, for oh my! Oh, wow. good. Oh, good. You could br- burn that one. Congratulations! Congratulations! <laughs> you well, guys win deservedly. So you got. <laughs> there was no way we were going to get that. Oh, if I burn all the cards, Frank, I won't be able to play the game. <laughs> was your I idea, knew Frank? all those guys. I don't understand. <laughs> oh, there's some, all those people. I've often thought it'd be fun to go through and pick out all the real good ones and play a game with the real good ones, but then I wouldn't be able to play. <laughs> <laughs> well, determine what is a real good card. <laughs> the Something. ones with the questions we can answer. <laughs> yeah, it's there's so many. I agree. <laughs> and, no. and, it's get. more no, of those like that really far just, out there. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're just it's it's more more a matter of the bad ones, not the good ones. I mean, you know, the okay. ones that are just impossible. Okay, you know. that was I'm impossible. Gonna, I'm, gonna do I'm this. sorry. Let's, let's just all this has been impossible. Let, I think. Let's but. let's see if we can do <laughs> some individual things here. And this these categories, it's all geography. Six geography questions. Okay. we'll 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 uh you know get things all stirred up now the six of you that are that are over here playing i'll let you just yell it out because i think this we'll see how this works maybe this will be a good way to do it all right all geography okay (laughs) what city is mentioned in the 1941 glenn miller hit song about a choo-choo chattanooga Chattanooga, Kayla got it. Chattanooga. Okay. So that's your first uh, theme answer. Chattanooga choo choo train. Okay. We'll go to the next one. Geography. What is the former name of Leningrad? St. Petersburg. Right? Okay. I think I saw Doreen got that one first, but Viola answered too. So one of those cokes on you things. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So Chattanooga and Petersburg. Okay. Now the next one. Where is the Grand Old Opry located? Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. You got that, Sarah. Man, I know something. Yeah. (laughs) So Nashville, Petersburg, Chattanooga. And I'm clueless. Okay. Name the shallow arm of the Gulf of Mexico that extends into southwestern Alabama. Mobile. Oh, Mobile. the waterway. Not yeah. Oh, sorry. Mobile Bay. Chattanooga, Petersburg, Nashville, and Mobile Bay. Mm. Mobile Bay. Mm. Mm. Are these all bays? Nope. No, no. Chattanooga's landlocks. No. Okay. So the next question Where did Lincoln say the world will little note nor long what we say here? Gettysburg. Gettysburg. Yeah. These are great battles of civil war. Yes. Four score and seven years ago. Oh, (laughs) battles of the civil. Oh, wow. All right, you guys. Battles of the Civil War. Oh man. Yeah. I think all right, you guys. I think I've had as much fun as I should. Me too. Yeah, Good night, out. y'all. <laughs> okay. All right. So that let's see that that's a good one. That's a keeper. That oh, so that's a keeper. That oh man, that's a keeper. <laughs> that's okay. I'll remember that card. Just in case you ever need to know, it was G. G12. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, mark that one down. Bingo. G12 is a good G12. (laughs) Okay. So, um, I don't know, Beth, where are we even at on this? (laughs) Well, with with those people that we won. Yeah, Yeah, we won. That's right. You did. You won. won. That's right. Uh, I surrender. <laughs> you guys, I'm I know go, you won. I'm going to go to bed now. Well, I'm in bed, but I'm going to go to sleep now. <laughs> Me too. I'm with Cindy. Guys. I'm in bed, but I'm going to go to sleep now. Night, night. Okay. See you tomorrow. Oh, it is tomorrow. It is tomorrow. For it some is. people. Okay. It so is. He's got his hand up. He wants to play again. So I'm ready to read some more questions. All right. Wanna, uh, uh, Frank, Frank's up for it. Oh, uh, good night. Okay. Hi, Sarah. All right. You got Frank and Eugene. Anybody else? Come I have on, seven David, Julie. Come on. You know you want to play. Stuart. <laughs> Two nine six. Okay. Michael's got his hand up. All right. Hopefully on purpose. <laughs> hey, there's another game that you can get to play. It's called Smart Ass by Mattel. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, have we, that one. We, we play that in our council sometimes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I always tell them, I said, if you don't get enough, you're a dumbass. And I ended up being that occasionally. <laughs> okay. So Michael and Frank and Eugene. The guys, you're gonna you're gonna hang in there until we finish it off, okay? 
Okay. Okay. Since you haven't been playing so much, we'll let you go first on this one. The question is in the entertainment category. Maybe. Okay. What actress won an Emmy for her performance in the autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman? I read the book and I haven't seen the movie. But I'm going to say Oprah Winfrey. Nope. It's, she's a little bit older than that. Anybody else oh. on your team? Can you guess? Sarah, Hef- Sarah Heffman? No. Oh, George Day. Frank? No, I had a clue. Really? I knew this one. Cicely Tyson. Oh. Never heard of her. Oh. She any kind to Tyson Ernest? No. Okay. All right. Well, get that one, but Cicely is the first uh, clue. So, Frank, we'll let you do the. Oh no, we won't. There's a science question third. So, Eugene, you you get the the chance question. <laughs> What comic strip magician is assisted by Lothar, the king of a faraway African tribe? I don't read comic books. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't a clue. Mandrake the magician. Okay. So it's Sicily and Mandrake are the names that we're looking for. Mm. Okay. All right. So, Frank, this is your science. Places over in the uh, Mediterranean, Sicily, nope. Andrake. Nope. Not quite. Frank, here's your science question. What was measured by a clepsydra? I'll have to spell it because I don't know if I pronounce it right. C L E P S Y D R A as water dripped slowly from one container to another. Time. Yes, you got that. <laughs> How do you know this stuff, Frank? Well, I did know that it but, but it was one of the very first measurement devices for measuring time, but I couldn't have told you what the name of it was, just oh. your description. Oh, well, now you know. If I've pronounced it right, you know what the name is. (laughs) Okay. So, Michael, you have a question that's in the category, the arts. And your question. You you didn't give us the the, uh, three words there. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, let me go back then. Okay. Sicily, Mandrake, and Time. Oh. Sicily, Mandrake, and Time. They're not spices, are they? Yes, herbs. I never heard of Cecily as being a spice. Yeah, it would do me enough. Yay! Okay, well, <laughs> that went fast when you can guess them. Yeah, we'll definitely have to give you more points for getting earlier rather than later. Okay. You want to finish out the questions? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why we'll not? Finish out the questions. 
so it's only 130 okay. so <laughs> <laughs> okay so michael you don't have anything to do tomorrow you know oh yeah <laughs> um your question is in the arts what's the name of the narrator of the great gatsby <clears throat> I know the odd there, but do you know me? I'm not supposed to tell. I know the odd there, but I don't know the name of So it's Nick Carraway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's. Oh, well, I don't have to tell you the, the things. Caraway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I read it. I read it back in high school, but I need to read it again. Oh, see, that's why that's why you stop. I stop answering the, or asking the questions, Frank, is because you can figure out once you know the theme, you can sometimes figure out what the answer should be. Mm -hmm. Name the secretary who claimed responsibility for a mysterious gap in the Nixon Haldeman tapes. Oh, I was supposed to ask Eugene that one. Eugene, do you know? Oh, that? <laughs> Did you repeat it? <laughs> okay. So it was a history question. Name the secretary who claimed responsibility for a mysterious gap in the Nixon Haldeman tapes. No idea. Rosemary Woods. Okay. So Rosemary. <laughs> and Frank, the last question is a chance question. What's the name? All right, what were the two words? Rosemary and Woods, but it's Rosemary. Right, because we already guessed that it's herbs, so it's Rosemary was the oh, okay. What is the name of the little girl who always tells who always calls Charlie Brown Chuck? Uh, I already know that it's herbs. <laughs> I just saw you, Luciana. Oh. Who has? Oh, I can't remember. No, no, I, I don't. I'll have to pass. What is her name? I should know, but I, I can't think of it. Yeah, you should know. It's an herb. It's an herb, but it's not Lucy or Sally or uh, is, it's not the little redhead girl, is it? Well, she never had a name. She never had a name. I think I ought to start taking away points. If you already know the theme and you can't figure out the Patty. You're not the whisper. You're not the whisper. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that, yeah, I think I think it doesn't work quite so much, uh, quite so well when we uh, keep asking the questions after you guess the thing. So there's only seven people left. So you uh, want to go on again, or are we done with the? Who's the ultimate winner, Beth? Oh, that was Cindy Frank and Viola. Yeah, okay. So what was the girl's name? Peppermint Patty. Peppermint oh, Patty. No. Peppermint. <laughs> oh. No, I would never got it. But I'm ready to fold. 
I got to um, get ready for tomorrow. Yeah, mm. we got to get ready for tomorrow. And Eugene, I did send you that email. And I just sent you back and told you I'll call you tomorrow and get all signed up. All right. That sounds like a, right. like a good idea. But okay. It's great fun. Thank you. I got to get my yeah. Thanks, get thanks my for playing. Thanks, Michael. Thank right. you, Thanks, for everybody, for stuff. coming in and listening. But thanks, oh. Beth, for doing that. And Nat and Joe, too. Let's see, what time y'all start in the morning? Well, nine we o'clock. start 9 o'clock our time. So. 9, 10, 11, 12. All right. I can sleep yep. <laughs> yeah, you can sleep in. <laughs> All right, everyone. All right. Bye. See you Have a good night. tomorrow.